Welcome, welcome back to the fourth best podcast. I'm your host again, Danny Din, and today is a super special day. We uh, we brought him back, good old friend, Spencer Bertana. <laughs> Burton. Oh, thank you for the introduction, my good sir. It's a pleasure to be back. Yeah, you had some good reception the last time you got uh, about the last play. Well, I don't know what we talked. See ya, a music shit. Oh. <laughs> I remember going home after that and like that's probably the most I've ever talked about Sia in my entire life combined. I Yo, think the she, last thing I talked about her maybe for a minute in life before it was kind of crazy the rabbit hole we went down there. Well, the thing is that uh, I don't know I think a good artist good deserves some high recognition from nobodies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she really she's definitely listening in. <laughs> hey, if you're listening. <laughs> Check it out for yeah. us. <laughs> so what's going on, man? How's it going? Oh, it's been busy, like usual, but good busy. Things are things are picking up. Like last weekend, we just had a CrossFit competition. So we, uh, it's a bunch of guys from Rise that were doing it. It's like a mixed team, so like guy girl. Yeah. Um, really well, really well ran event at AI. Um, okay. Kudos to those guys. Um, there was kind of an unfortunate thing that happened at the end. I don't know if I really want to talk about it too much. Not really my business, but uh, just thankfully he's okay. It's and a dangerous sport. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, wait a second. <laughs> don't you dare. No, no, it's a no, sport. I, it's I, a, it's a sport to be respected. You got to treat everything. No, and absolutely. It's, it's one of those things that it's hard to know exactly what happened, but. The guy's been doing CrossFit for a long time, and he's in great shape, so it wasn't something that he was out of his element. It was just kind of something we don't know what exactly happened, so I don't want to comment on it too much, but main thing is he's okay. He was receptive when he left, so we all just kind of sent him our best wishes and heard later that night that he was doing okay. So yeah. just thankfully that's scary moments, but... At the end of the day, it just kind of really puts things in perspective, right? You're <laughs> sitting in the corner after your workout, kind of sulking for yourself, thinking you could have done better, and then something like that happens, and all those thoughts are instantly erased, and you're just, holy shit. <laughs> uh, yeah, it could have been. It's just kind of one of those things that really makes you <laughs> just sit back and be like, whoa, things can happen that fast. Yeah, well... You are doing better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. Could have done better. Well, I guess I am. <laughs> <laughs> they still beat us. <laughs> really? Oh, man. Yeah. Well, well they didn't count that last event. I guess for, for obvious, obvious reasons. reasons. Yeah. <laughs> they, they did the right thing with that. Nobody now, was really in the mood to. Was this competition, like, is just a, is it super local? Like, what, what even came about? Um... They've been doing this for, I don't know how many years consecutively. You'd have to ask uh, Russ, but I think it's at least three or four. Um, it's a pretty big local comp. Like they, it's pretty well known, I think. Okay. Um, there's, I didn't get a chance to talk to everybody, but I know there was teams from Edmonton. Not sure. Oh. Out not sure about where else there was. Out of city. Yeah. So it was fun. It was really cool. It was uh, <coughs> kind of all the teams... Daddy had too much tea. Excuse him. <laughs> uh, yeah, so all the teams in the RX, for the most part, from like one to nine, were. What, what's RX? 
RX was the so there's the RX and the scale divisions. I guess R- we should tell. Um, I guess a, I guess the audience needs because they, they don't really. Yeah, know. I, I suppose uh, RX is just kind of like the like the more advanced movements. I guess to say competitive, Compe- right? It's more yeah, it's more competitive. Scales usually people that are either just getting into it or just kind of do it more for fun, right? Um, not that's not to say everyone in RX is <laughs> taking it super competitively. Like it's you are a little bit more competitive, I guess, mm-hmm. in some regard. But at the same time, it's just you're all kind of out there for the same purpose. So, what do you think RX stands for? <laughs> <laughs> I honestly don't know. Do you know? Real extreme. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you thought about that one all day. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just getting real because RX, because uh, I've been doing the work workouts from time to time. Yeah. And as soon as I see like the top work, I'm like, I'm not, I'm not doing that. <laughs> well, yeah. And it's like, I even, I was guilty of this when I first started CrossFit. And I think a lot of people are, you kind of come in there, whether whatever your background was playing sports or working out like in at a kind of like a good lifestyle gym. Um, you kind of come in there with a little bit more <laughs> ego than I think you should have. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's not to say everybody does that, but you kind of come in there thinking, uh, that you're, <laughs> you can learn these movements quicker than you can and you can skip a few steps and you can just kind of, oh yeah, like I, I played sports my whole life. I should be able to do a bar muscle up in a week. Like that's yeah, no big yeah. deal. All that kind of. Those are the initial thoughts you have, and I can tell you from experience, it's it's a humbling sport. <laughs> There's still certain things that I'm not good at, and I've been doing it for almost three years now. So, now, do you think CrossFit, like the, the name itself, CrossFit, it's just like a, I don't know, the the name has changed over time. Like it is CrossFit, but like the what, what was what's the word? Well, functional fitness is kind of what CrossFit blossomed from, I guess you would say. Right, but so functional fitness. Functional fitness is like CrossFit is the sport of functional fitness. It's yeah, kind of how I define it. So but functional fitness and CrossFit are one and the same. Like technically, Rise isn't a CrossFit gym because right. you you pay them to sponsor or um, use the name like the trademark. Um, right, and that just at the time we opened and all the stuff that was going on with CrossFit, it just really wasn't worth it. <laughs> A lot of people yeah. were dropping their memberships at that time. I honestly don't remember the specifics of what happened. What was that? Two and about two years ago now. Yeah, just uh, I don't know. I, I always thought the it's it's. I think at a certain point, like just using the name itself, kind of I don't know hurts hurts just regular people. It's nice to have the name, but you're just using the trademark. Well, yeah, and I think it used to be a bigger deal than it is now. Like, yeah, you know. It's been a CrossFit's been around long enough now where it's like most people know the different. Like if you're coming to do CrossFit and it, the gym doesn't say CrossFit but <laughs> says functional fitness, and there's pictures of people doing muscle ups <laughs> and <laughs> all that type of shit, then Is you're then you're probably like, ah, okay, I see what they did there. So I mean, at the end of the day, it's one and the same. Yeah, I think so. But it's, I, I'm trying. I don't actually try to get my friends. I stopped trying to convince anybody. I kind of did too. <laughs> but the thing is that, because uh, they I br- they come in for one or two workouts, they get to the point of, I need to train before I do what you guys do. And See, like, and I just the, like, uh, what do you mean? <laughs> that is the probably one of the biggest misconceptions there is out there about kind of like the industry that we're in. Mm-hmm. CrossFit is like, I've heard it from guys, girls, um, friends, new people you meet. 
it's always the, that kind of same narrative where, oh, like I got to get in better shape before <laughs> I come try that. But then I'm like, if you would just honestly come try a class and see just the different skill ranges there are and the different conditioning levels there are, and that's what makes it beautiful is the fact that everyone's cheering everyone on, everyone's trying to accomplish the same goal, whether you're doing the most basic form of the workout or the most advanced form of the workout, you're all there for the same reason, right? Yep. And it isn't intimidating. I know that there's that kind of stereotype up there and it can be like some of the movements can be intimidating, but that's why good coaching is important. And it's kind of like, you got to know your boundaries, be with, be respectful to that movement and learn it the proper way is kind of, and <laughs> like I said earlier, it's easy to make that mistake coming in on the other side of it. If you are athletic and you are kind of used to that style of stuff, um, you're probably going to make the opposite mistake where you're going to come in a little bit hot-headed and think that you can learn this stuff faster than you can and you skip steps and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, back to that point, it's just kind of – it's funny how that <laughs> – because I've only been around it for a couple of years, and it's funny how that – I I kind of thought similar things when you're out on the outside of it and you don't really do CrossFit or you never have or you've never done that style of fitness. Um it's just kind of interesting to know being on the inside as much as I am now, obviously, and to just know how that is couldn't be further from the truth of how it actually is and how creating that community and having that community that we have, having just seeing that as a coach, like when you're on the floor coaching and seeing people, whether they finish five minutes ahead of that one lady or that one guy that is still going and struggling through it, they they go over and they cheer them on and like, where else where else do you get that <laughs> not only in fitness but in life like you know what i mean you kind of you kind of undervalue how important that is and how how much value is created there that isn't tangible well i do i still find it very strange like um just talking to a few members like it's weird to call it a sport but it's a sport in a sense that you're preparing for something <laughs> yeah <laughs> Because, you know, okay, basketball, you, you train your jumping, you train whatever you need to do to jump and shoot and stuff like that. There's an end goal. But the thing is that there's no real end goal of... Well, yeah, like the end goal is kind of like a floating line. Like you never you never reach it, and I don't know if you're supposed to. <laughs> right. And it's, but, like, the training is supposed to, normally for any sport. It's meant to be for something. Yeah. And, like, I, I struggle with all the time, even though I show up. Get my get my t- do my time, and all that stuff. But like, I don't know there's an end goal. I know there is, but that's more of a per and a personal kind of level thing. Well, yeah, and like, I think the most important thing to do is you set little <laughs> individual goals that you're trying to achieve, whether it's a PR on a lift or time on a workout or simply just coming consistently three or five days a week or whatever your goal is, right? Um. Sorry, I've. Uh, what refreshed me on what you were saying there? Because <laughs> I had a point, but then I lost. Well, it. I was gonna say that, uh, like, just showing up. Like, there's a there's an end goal to things, but there really isn't. Yeah. No, there is. There really, yeah, there really isn't. It's more of a personal. But if you were, but to add to that note, one thing that does motivate me is that, uh, well, I guess the guys that used to, I used to train with from day one are not around with me no more. Yeah, which is kind of sad because then. We have a little competition how to outfitness somebody else, <laughs> which kind of sounds strange to say. What do you mean outfitness? It's like, well, 
I know how to make it hurt. Yeah. In the quote unquote hurt, but like kind of be in that zone longer than you cave. can. Yeah. <laughs> and then, um, but the thing is that people find it weird when I try to compete with the girls too, because regardless of whatever they're doing, say if they're doing, say like your RX are scaled. Mm-hmm. If they're doing scaled, I don't care if you are. I'm going to make sure I'm going to try to do better than you. <laughs> yeah, but it's, yeah, exactly. But and no, but it's a psychological. It's, it's a healthy, it's like pushing. A, it myself. pushes. Well, that's what I mean. It's like you don't, it is a u- very unique environment, right? It's like you yeah. don't, you don't get that in a lot of places in that fashion, even outside of the fitness industry. It's where <laughs> you're, you want that person to do their best and you're, morally there for them you're supporting them whether you finish before them or after them but in order to push yourself to be the best version of you you can be that day you're trying to beat them <laughs> but well, it's a it's a healthy sport and yeah and competition is not it doesn't have to have a negative connotation to it right like it's not a bad thing right and i but the thing is also i do believe like if they're using like say there's like things that they're this is the weights that we're using but they choose something less so like mm-hmm. they're scaled to my, in my mind, they're going to the best of their capabilities of this particular exactly. one. So I'm like, well, damn. Well, I'm going to go to the upper limit of this. This is probably pushing way past what I could capably do. But if you're pushing, I'll push. Yeah. Well, and, that, and that's exactly circling back. Like, that's the beauty of it, right? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Then uh, again, I just want to dominate. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to be the fucking best. <laughs> you suck. <laughs> Good job, man. You his pound everybody. He's like, yeah, just admit I beat you. <laughs> yeah. But you suck. <laughs> nah, man, it's great. So, what's new with you? Um, well, I think, uh, well, I was talking earlier that um, I was going to do some mods. Yeah. I wasn't very particular what I mean. Yeah, mods, mods can be general. So, so I have a motorcycle. Uh-huh. Then I've had it since 2014, so it's been a few years. What kind of bike is it? It's a Yamaha Bolt here. I actually had it open right now. So it's a classic kind like of bobber that. style. It's like a yeah. if you if you were to see it, it's like oh that's like a Harley. It's like yeah, close enough. Kind of looks similar, like to the n- driving by eye. It wouldn't kind of you wouldn't be able to tell the difference. I used to be like yo, it's a Yamaha. It's like I don't even care. How badass do I look? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I want to see that. No, I brought it. I have uh, a Oh around. yeah, was that last summer? Or no, you haven't brought it this year. I haven't you? brought it this year, or last year. When did you bring it? I think when you first uh, first the, rise. The first rise. The first rise. <laughs> there's only one man. There's, only, there's, <laughs> a, there's a third rise. The sun keeps getting. <laughs> sun keeps getting higher. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me more about the mods. Well, the thing is that what I. It's pretty much stock right now. I appreciate the artistry of what the designers have created yeah. of anything, say if it's a car or a bike or whatever. Mm-hmm. But now, since it's been in my life for a long time, <laughs> so what is that, six, eight years now? Your oh, yeah. Bike, yeah. Yeah. So it's as old as my dog. So I got my bike and my dog. They're the same age. Check them up on the bike. <laughs> <laughs> well, I went, to go, I went to go see my dog under my bike, and the, one of the breeders was like, hey, she could fit right here. It's like, hey, listen, you don't need to convince me. Yeah, I've already <laughs> taken the dog. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, so that's, so I know how old, it, so that, yeah, they're just two and two together. Yeah. What I'm going to try to do is just, uh, I don't know, change some lights around. Yeah. And uh, one problem is that as bad as it is to just to ride naked, 
like the bike naked. <laughs> yeah. Meaning that I was like, gonna say, man, I don't know. <laughs> meaning Usually that, they tell you to dress up in leather. <laughs> <laughs> well, meaning that like the bike is bare bones. There's no fairings. Meaning that plastic yeah, stuff around, and uh, it's awesome. It looks sweet in the driveway. Like, if I have nothing and it's just metal and yeah. steel and black, roaring. I was like, okay, well, it sucks going at like 200 kilometers. <laughs> It doesn't go that fast. But <laughs> <laughs> okay, evil no, but, evil. No, but it it sucks when you have a lot. Like you you've had your like you ridden a bike, no? Yeah, I grew up on a farm. I had dirt bikes my whole life. No, but like a, I've like, never rode a road bike. Okay, well, so, kind of like never never a style like that. It was kind of like an enduro bike. I rode it on the road once. Right, Not but well, how fast was that? I don't know, like a hundred. Okay, that's a good that's a good speed. Yeah. Like, do you remember the pressure that you had on oh, your chest? Yeah. Like, you just felt like you're getting blown away? Yeah. So I feel like that all... It, literally, it had no windshield on it at all. Well, that's it. You so feel like, like you're going to get blown off the bike if you go too fast. So that, like, I'm riding the bike and it just feels, like, it feels awesome. Like, you feel very free, but I'm fighting, I'm literally fighting the yeah. wind the whole time. After a few hours, you're just <clears throat> tired. Can, and I don't know enough about it, but... Is there, like, a windshield that's easily removable so you can, like, put it on for highway driving and then take it off for cruising around the city or is it something that is kind of there once it's there? Yeah, you could have one, but it looks like, stupid. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. Like <laughs> something that's, why don't they have something that's hit? Like you slap it on, take it off and you can hide like without it on. You don't know that's there. Yeah. You, there, there's a remo- quick removable. Ones. Is there? Yeah. Well, mine is the same thing. Quick removable at the same time. These look badass on or off. Yeah. So that's what that's the mod I'm going for. So I'm taking a bunch of. So when you say Harley Davidson, it looks like one. It's like, well, I am taking parts from them, yeah, because well, they're just more support for Harley Davidson in the sense of modding. Yeah, well, much it's just bigger, older. Yeah, bigger brand in that regard, I would say. You know, in the well, <laughs> like Yamaha overall, because they have like the whole pianos. <laughs> <laughs> Is that for Yamaha? I was gonna say that is not the same Yamaha, <laughs> <laughs> but they have like the whole like dirt bike ATV style yeah. stuff too. Whereas Harley's strictly road bikes. Yeah, you remember the old story about Harley's when like because um, they they always seem like they're going out of business. Harley does. Yeah, I don't follow them that closely to be honest. But there was a certain time where they were manufacturing the car the bikes so terribly. That oh, the, the old the, that the some of the bu- show bikes were leaking oil <laughs> on oh, the show I'm, floor. I'm, oh Jesus! <laughs> it's like, hey man, yeah, give me one of those. <laughs> it's like, you guys are not making a good case for this right now. Was that when they first started out? No, this is like a few years ago. Oh really? I'd say, well, I'd say like six, seven years ago, eight years, ten, and then that time it's still very recent. And they've kind of. Tightened up their shit since then, or yeah, what? proper gaskets, <laughs> tough, tough stuff. When people say, yeah, "Hey, this is handcrafted," but like, get, I, I don't want handcrafted. <laughs> <laughs> I want keep something that was imp- put together by that machine that keep puts your, it perfect yeah, every time. Keep your imperfections out of this <laughs> equation, okay? Yeah, but make it seem like it was handcrafted. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like certain parts of it can be handcrafted. Yeah, yeah. but like, like the gas tank. Yeah. Or handcrafted and thoroughly inspected. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how. Like I, I do. I won't lie. Like I do like that handcrafted. It's something that kind of strikes with me, not just in bikes, but just the artist kind of like. There's these golf clubs that I want that are like handmade. Each one of them, and they're 
<laughs> very expensive, so I right. won't get them. But, um, there, but it, it's like how hand me like that's yeah, the thing is like yeah. it's such a ambiguous term now. It's like <laughs> what is handmade anymore? Like, did you make hand make one part of it and then machine it together, or do you know what I mean? It's yeah, a so floating <laughs> term essentially. I poked the shit out of machine. That's <laughs> handcrafted. <laughs> <laughs> he goes around with his wrench and tightens everything, <laughs> just checking. Well, the thing is that, like, think about this: um, they, the Ferraris or Lamborghinis are were handcrafted. Uh-huh. They're like, yeah, it's artisan made. It's like, okay, well, how about something that lasts longer than a one ride? Yeah, <laughs> I'm going 300 miles an hour, and somebody didn't tighten that bolt all the way. I mean, like, it sounds awesome. Like, as it should be, it's an artisan type of thing, and it sounds amazing. But I also want. To hear, like, have you heard a Ferrari that someone can make a daily drive out of? Nope. <laughs> or even... Uh, the Lamborghini, the SUV they have is... I see a lot okay, of Okay, that, that's the thing. That's and a, those things are, like, <laughs> I want one. <laughs> those are, no, okay, those are, like, the one family car they can have. Yeah. Like, in that realm, like, the sports cars, well, like, the foreign sports cars, I guess, they. I don't think Ferrari, they don't... I'm curious why they haven't made an SUV or tried that. Oh, because they're prestigious pricks. Yeah, true. <laughs> one, okay, one thing well, I, is that you can't change. You can't get you can't get unapproved color changes to your Ferrari. Ferrari has to approve them. Of your changing the colors. So I think Justin Bieber changes a Ferrari to this certain blue. And Ferrari's like, you were banned from buying any of our Ferraris. <laughs> He's like, all right, well, fuck you. <laughs> well, I mean, it's probably a good move on Ferrari's part because it's bad to have Justin Bieber driving your car anyways. No, well. <laughs> that's a Well, the Ferrari, that's a Ferrari's a prestigious opinion. thing too, right? Or like, uh, hey, it's like I understand the prestigiousness, but it's kind of like. If I'm know. paying $500,000 for a car, I'm going to fucking do whatever I want to it. <laughs> right. And well, the other one is like, hey, if you want to buy this Enzo, we want to know that you have like six other car- Ferraris. Before you get this Enzo, I, I understand from a collective standpoint, yeah. like you want to give this car to real Ferrari fans, which is fair, because it is it is like they didn't go over the for a global market. They went for a, a very niche, like they're a niche brand, right? Yep. Obviously, so yep. yeah, it, it does make sense. But <laughs> say say what we get rich one day, have millions of dollars and want a Ferrari, I got to go through all that. To get the Enzo, is that what you're saying? <laughs> Say, well, I gotta, I gotta buy six Ferraris to get one Enzo. It's like, it's like, listen, I got 500 grand right now. You gonna take it or not? No, we don't want it. Mm. Fine, I guess I'll buy a Lamborghini. <laughs> <laughs> so, fine, I'll go with Porridge, something uh, that's actually better. <laughs> yeah, uh, what uh, I like, I would get a Kona Seg. The hell's that? Oh man, you don't from, know from who that's the brand. Oh, you mean that uh, Swedish one? Yeah, I think they're Swedish. Like I remember the, uh, yeah, Swedish brand. Show me what you're looking at. Yeah, lots of things. Oh yeah, they kind of look similar though. The supercar, supercar kind of look. They're a super mid engine. Yeah. I, I remember like they made lot. like a, a thousand horsepower. I don't know. See the thing is that. Or Bugatti. <laughs> I've changed my toot when it comes to cars. Besides, like, the cars I grew up with, I yeah. want, if I were to have a car collection, I'd probably get, like, say, the FT86. So, right now, that's what? Uh, what's the FT86 right now? Toyota. 
FRS. Yeah. Or whatever that is. I'll probably get that. But I want to get his predecessor, which is a, 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 which is a Corolla 85. But I want to just deck that out. I'll probably get a DeLorean somehow, <laughs> you know, because they're awesome. Just go back to the future. Get stupid. Like, m- my car collection would be, like, stupid cars. Then if you want to say supercars, like, I think the best thing is, like, the Cybertruck. <laughs> like, that is, like. When does that hit the market? It's always next year or this year. When we get to Mars, because that's <laughs> where it belongs. <laughs> it actually, it grew on me. I remember when I, saw, <laughs> I remember when I first saw it. I thought it was the fucking ugliest thing I'd ever seen in my life. I'm like, that is out of a B-rated sci-fi movie. Yeah, of something. Yeah, that's what. It, yeah, like, yeah, my yeah, first yeah, impression yeah, yeah. was like, this is not like a blockbuster sci-fi movie. Something that went straight to DVD back as a kid, and that was yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's what that reminded me of. But the more I looked at it, the more I'm like. It kind of would be badass. <laughs> well, that's it, though, right? Like, imagine rolling down, t- like, 17th Ave in that fucking tank. Yeah. It, it li- what is it? It's, like, bulletproof up to 50 caliber or something? Yeah, 9 mil. No, I thought it was... 9 mil's nothing. Yeah, a handgun. I thought it was something higher caliber, though. Yeah, well, we'll just say 9. You know, you don't no, want to... You don't want to test it. <laughs> we don't want to confuse <laughs> our viewers. <laughs> we don't want to test what this, what bulletproof ray this is. We, well, we do. We got to look it up. What's I need, a, yeah, I need the stats for I it. I need the stats. That's going to bug me now. I I remember them saying it was something stupid. Like, even the glass is bulletproof. Like, the whole thing is. Well, that's debatable. He says it's bulletproof. Like, you show a tiny little ball bearing. That's, you know. Yeah. I know it's like 20 pounds, but. <laughs> <laughs> Full force chucked into. That's not. But did it if, shatter? When it shattered? <laughs> well, that's what you said. But. Well, regardless if it didn't shatter or not, that's not bulletproof. Well, bulletproof, like it when you hit it, it, the glass cracks. It just doesn't go through. The bullet just doesn't ricochet completely off of it. Yeah. No. It, it like has a spider web. It cracks. It just doesn't crack all the way through. Okay, what about I'm the... I'm the leading foremost <laughs> expert of uh, but what bulletproof do you mean, glass, you know. But what do you mean, uh, well, 12-gauge? I don't know, a shotgun? Death. Rifle, rifle like a uh, five point five six, whatever that you know. Yeah, sure. Not a sniper. Yeah, well, fifty cal is like the biggest bullet you can get. So <laughs> you get a magnum, full metal jacket. <laughs> okay, well, okay. So what? Why did you decide to convert to the Cybertruck? Like, all right, this is. I honestly, it wasn't a, it wasn't a conscious decision. I just. I don't know if I actually would ever get one if I had the money. Oh, you would. I probably would. Yeah, let's see. Are we kidding? But I don't know. Just like the longer the images have been around and just after that initial hype wore off. And because mm-hmm. I thought that whole, I didn't watch the whole thing, but the clips of it I did see. That whole like unveiling just pissed me off. I thought it was stupid. <laughs> sure. I just, you know what I mean? I was just kind of like, this is, it seemed really gimmicky. It was like, oh, I'm. <laughs> Like I'm surprised there wasn't a picture of Mars in the background. It was like, right. It's, it it kind of seemed like I'm like this. If anything, I get, I don't know what you're saying. It looked like a concept card that'll never come to exactly. fruition. And it looked like okay, cool. It's bulletproof and it <laughs> floats and it flies and it. Right, right. Give me the cardboard submarine. box. Yeah. Where's the cardboard yeah, box? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a toy coming to Toys R Us near you. <laughs> and for me, it's I always say this. It looks like a, a futurist, retro futuristic, which it is. Yeah. If so, if, uh, if you were born in the 1980s and tried to design a futuristic car, 
That's what it'll look like. But so, the more I looked at it, the what grew on me was the fact that it, like the more you look at it, the more it kind of looks like a ball and ass trophy truck. Like it's got that wide wheelbase, big tires. Mm-hmm. It kind of has that trophy truck appeal, and I love trophy trucks. Like those things are well, sick. Well, trophy truck in the sense that well, it's kind of like the supercar kind of thing, like an exotic. You know what no? I mean by trophy trucks? Well, besides, you know, I mean like the squat trucks. No, no, no. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not what I'm saying, but... <laughs> Those squat trucks are sweet. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. But that's kind of what... I don't know. I don't think it's the sickest vehicle I've ever seen by any stretch of the imagination. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I, w- I went from, like, that is the ugliest thing I've ever seen to, like, all right, it is kind of badass. Well, well that's th- the thing is that, like, you because you got no reference to it. Yeah, what, what's it closer to? It's like it's not. Well, at the time, exactly. And now it's kind of like, <laughs> I don't know. It just feels more normal now with everything that's happened. And I don't know how to even. I might just be out to lunch with that. But just in the last couple of years, and like technology that's come out, story, blah 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 blah. It just the image of it just doesn't seem as foreign anymore. <laughs> well, it's see the thing. Is I that- mean, maybe that's just you've normalized yourself with it because you've seen it for three years in a row without actually. <laughs> well, a concept of well, for like you know because I always say to this Mark like the, the day that it revealed I told everybody mark my words as soon as you see this on the road you are all you're gonna see a shift in car designs oh yeah and it's already it's happening it's just doesn't happen overnight like one instance like Tesla no grill Mm-mm. Now you notice in a lot of cars have no grills. Like, yeah, what's the purpose of them? But they kind of they kind of started with like that's a clear indication of electric cars. Yeah, well, there's no point to a grill in an electric car, right? And it's drag, mm-hmm. creates drag, slows down like just slows down the car. Well, and the fact that like <laughs> I don't without getting into the whole electric versus gas debate because that'll rage on for our rest of our lives probably. I, I, I think it's cool how fast they go. To be as simple as that. Been in one? No. Well, I have not when beyond the wheel. No, I haven't drove one. Just book it. Just book it. Just act just like book you. It? Just just ask. You're gonna. Where, I want to test drive a car. It's like you don't act like you're gonna buy one, but you know you damn. Wear that w- one outfit I bought from Holt Renfrew and act like a boss. <laughs> See, funny thing is, because me and my buddies did that. We have no intentions of buying it, but let's drive this bitch. Which one did you drive? Uh, well, see, I th- they did it twice. I couldn't make it out the second time, but uh, the first time was a Model Three, basic. Yeah, man, the thing it's so weird. I just I gotta drive one just to know what it feels like. To it's, be honest with you, okay, you 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 you've been driving forever. You anti- like I'm automatic, not that old. <laughs> but you anticipate when you you in your mind when he sh- the car automatically shifts gears. Yeah. You automatically kind of embrace it. Yeah, yeah. Very subtly. He's like, oh, I didn't feel anything, but like you're just used to the motion. That's just a constant acceleration with the electric But car. the thing is that <laughs> once it, once you press the gas, your neck is just pinned to the back. Yeah. But it doesn't, re- you don't feel the quick release because you, you know. Well, you're, not, the, you're not jockeying back and forth. Exactly. Yeah. With the gear shift, it just goes from zero. Well, oh. <laughs> and that's why it goes, it's just like there is no, it's just a constant acceleration yep. the whole time. And it just keeps going and going and going. Right. And this this is on the slow. And this was non-performance Model Three. 
which that's their base model, right? Yeah, so it goes, it still goes to zero to 60 and four point or five point something. Still crazy. It's like, all right. But what their, their, uh, the S is the sport one, right? The, the plaid. Is that what, what's it called? Huh? Uh, Tesla Model S plaid. Oh, plaid. <laughs> sure. Why plaid? What the fuck does plaid have to do? Because it goes warp speed. Oh, good lord. Because plaid is, <laughs> plaid is coming from, I don't know, do you watch space balls? I have, but I know that you know where the warp, you know, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the let's go by. So pretty much, he's such a he's such a great geek, right? Oh, Nerd. yeah, makes flamethrowers or whatever. <laughs> it's like because it's awesome. It's like all right, <laughs> <laughs> well, it is. You're not wrong. <laughs> he's, like, he's like just he's just a child that gained a lot of money, and he's he's a child genius that has a lot of money. Yeah, autistic too. Is he? Yeah, I don't even know if I knew that. Well, it's just the base like you can't like you got be you got to have some sort of off balance to, to be this level of genius. Oh yeah, he, look at Bill Gates. He looks doughy. That's his. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't thought of it that way, but <laughs> I don't disagree. Okay, well the thing is that okay, so plaid. So you, I just didn't know that was. I feel like I've heard that. Well, they that they always they don't actually update anything except they just change it to better things inside. Yeah, yeah. Because they don't change it every year. It's just whatever. And if they get new components, they get new components. But it's not advertised. Well, that's... But regardless, S... But they have the S okay. and they have the S Plaid, right? Yes. So regardless, that's their that's their sports car version. Is what I was, That's what I was asking well, you. Well, that's their high-performance sedan. The performance performance would be their Roadster. That's, that's not out yet. Okay, that's the one I was talking about. I knew there was one that was like... That's in the kind future. of like a sports. It's like their sports car. They did have one like back in the day, but that thing has like a hundred miles to two hundred oh, miles, yeah. just uh, garbage. When's no, the road, it's Lotus? Is the roadster the same as the Cybertruck next year? Next year? Next year? Oh, this thing. Okay, I remember seeing about this thing like a year ago at least. Okay, the, okay. Let's get to that, but before we get to the roadster, <laughs> I want to talk to Plaid first because you need to know. Yeah. Yeah. Because it seems like you don't. You're not into Tesla as as I kind of am. <laughs> Clearly not. <laughs> So I think the, I think it goes like zero to 60, 2.5 seconds is a Model S, which is like, what the hell is that? Yeah. Well, there's one that's under two seconds now. Isn't so there? that Model S Plaid is under zero two. to 60 is to 1.9 seconds. Like how fucking insane is that? That's the same as having 1100 horsepower. So those, yeah, there are those <laughs> cars that exist, but <laughs> so we, those are people, super custom builds. Yeah, no, but the thing is, like, you just have it's this. A drag ring, ring. It's a fucking drag car, essentially. Yeah, so people have taken those, like, hey, man, this is not fair. Oh, imagine when they start building electric drag cars. Yeah, that'd be kind of strange. But think about could how you be, fast. Can you be nitro? <laughs> nitro batteries? No, nitro, no, like a nitro, because you know those nitro drag yeah, stars. yeah, yeah. Could do a quarter mile in four seconds. Yeah. Five seconds. So I'm wondering what the capability of that battery is. If you're not going for like miles and all you care about is maximum output, how fast could you make one of those babies go? Okay, well, <laughs> funny, because we don't know what the Roadster like, can do. What are do. the capabilities? We don't know. Because the Roadster, there's, he, he's just up talking the whole thing. Yeah, the yeah. new Roadster. Like he does. Is just supposed to be something stupid. So imagine 1,100 horsepower. That's going to be given, right? Yeah. If you were to convert it to an engine. But he says there's going to be a SpaceX trim to it. 
which then would have these rock. He was what that means is that he says he's gonna have these rocket air compressors that will help you with the boost. Really? So you're gonna have rocket engines in your car. <laughs> electric. <laughs> electric. Well, electric. Well, no, but still, but like, imagine you have these compressors in a car going. Oh my you're god, like, man! There's an after thing. Okay, there's an afterburners, I guess. So it doesn't burn any. Doesn't it's just it compressed air? Lift off the ground. But the thing is that uh, one thing that well, no, that's what you said. You you could go so fast you could actually lift off the ground. That's a what bit. I mean. It's like <laughs> <laughs> it's a land spaceship essentially. <laughs> well, think about it. One the reason why like there's an asterisk to the uh, Model S Plaid. Yeah, it says it hits 1.9 in you know drag strip. Grippy, yeah, hard, like you know, ideal conditions, and it's still stock tires, but yeah, it's an ideal whatever, right? Yeah. Asterix, still, <laughs> but that's where th- most of those cars are tested, right? Like, of course, you if go you're going the- to zero to sixty, any of those stats are tested in that ideal condition. Yeah, you're not. They're not going uphill on a gravel road out by foremost. <laughs> you could try. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see that one? Uh, was someone actually tried? It? Someone actually launched or uh, someone rented a Tesla. In San Francisco, you know how they have the hilly roads? Yeah. Someone actually launched off of that. <laughs> Tokyo Drift style or what? No, like he literally gained like 30 feet in the air, <laughs> crashed down, hit a few cars, and the guy literally got out and bolted. Really? And they're like, you rented that. We know who you, uh, who maybe, that is. I saw a few. There was like a, there was a hot month there where there was some random videos, but it seemed like there was a lot of them. Of people driving off of like going too fast over a hill, hit, getting a little bit of air and then losing control and going left into a bunch of trees or light posts and shit. You yeah. remember those? Not just uh, Tesla, but I remember seeing those. <laughs> yeah, I'll show you this video. You got to see this. Hold on. But, um, uh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Here, there's no sound, but look at it. <laughs> here, 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 here. Oh, my God. Here. They're just showing, like, the road that the, you know, news people yeah. trying to you know, capitalize. But look. <laughs> <laughs> he starts hitting all these things. Oh, man. It's just like a little bumper car at that point. If there was no other cars on the road. Look at this. <laughs> Jesus, he got a lot of air. <laughs> What do you think it would happen? It's like, uh, I might get some air. It's like, yeah. And then how good of a driver? Uh, not, not great. Well, you're bouncing everywhere, right? Yeah. You got no control at that point. But yeah. So, so one thing with the model plat S, like the one thing that's defeating you is friction. Mm-hmm. So what, how do you do, how do you beat it? It's like, well, if you had rocket engines helping you push, <laughs> if you're in the air, <laughs> you know, it's just like, you don't have to deal with the tire on the ground. No, yeah, so the Cybertruck, I know we're talking about circles. Yeah. Cybertruck, you you know it has an air filtration system that he says it could handle chemical warfare, so nuke went down. No, no, mustard gas, whatever. (laughs) He's like, you're good. It's like, you could, he designed it to be for Mars. I feel like he, I feel like he had this kind of like, what would be all the coolest things we could put in a vehicle that are just insane and didn't actually have them in anything when he announced this truck. Like I guarantee, well, I can't guarantee you, but I would put money on the fact that none of these things were feasible at the time. 
as of the announcement of this truck, and now he's like three years later, he's still trying to figure out all these things he thought were going to go in the truck. Is that what the delays are, or is no, it literally no. supply chain stuff? Supply factories and stuff like that. So he wanted till he wanted to wait till the Tesla. <laughs> he wanted to wait till we got to Mars. Te- <laughs> Tesla Texas Gigafactory. Which is gigantic. Yeah, There's, I know about that. Like, you go go inside, they can see fog. <laughs> right? It is insane. <laughs> like, you you know, when you see in the distance, you can't, like, it kind of gets a little blurry. Yeah, from end to end, like, it gets a little blurry. Um, No, that, yeah, it's just that. But, what, did you see him when he was on Jay Leno? Oh. Jay, he was just up top, because Jay Leno got to drive it around and go through the Tesla tunnel. With the Cybertruck? Yeah. yeah okay. And then uh, he's just, Elon's just explaining how, what the car is about, what it is. And then uh, one thing he says that the, the car is bulletproof. This truck is bulletproof. And Jay Leno asks, like, why is it bulletproof? He's like, well, because it's awesome and <laughs> badass. Super cool. <laughs> Pretty much. Like, <laughs> he's like, don't you want a bulletproof truck? Jay was like, well, I guess I do. Well, it's that that age-old, like, marketing concept is, like, you got to give people what they don't know they want or need. Well, when you say something's bulletproof. Well, that's what I mean. It's a figure of speech. Do you need that? No. But now that it's available, I do need it. (laughs) But it's a figure of speech, though, right? Well, that's what I mean. But he took it literally. He's like, it's not a figure of speech. (laughs) It's fucking cool. (laughs) It's stuff like that. And just... uh, I don't know. Just if anything, he well, he didn't obviously design it, but like he's just said it to his team. Hey, man, these are very generic things I want in my truck. Do it. What are you gonna call it? Cyber truck. All right. <laughs> then he, if as soon as you say that, it sounds okay. Well, what would that look like? It's like okay, someone gave him like a unrendered. Like he's he's probably just did an outline of a truck trying yeah. to about to fill it in. He says, "Wait, right there." That's it. <laughs> like a kid's coloring book. Yeah, like, you know, because you know when you start drawing, you kind of do a silhouette of the face, the body, kind of like the sketch. Mm-hmm. Then you start to add uh, around the body. But I think he just said, stop right there. Just add wheels. That's it. That's the one. <laughs> it's like, really? It's like, yes. That is it. We have nailed it. And then, yeah, I know as a fact, the cars on the road will change because everybody, like Riven. Well, they already are. It's just slower but no you're gonna have the crazy angles like what is this oh, yeah. have you seen uh what i think it was the new hummer yes was it's just a hummer no the no what the hell was it it was the electric one and it has this crab walk mode yeah is that is that hummer is that what i'm, th- I'm yeah. thinking of the wrong one yeah, yeah that was cool yeah it's just it's still just a hummer electric it's got ridiculous horsepower uh, well, quote unquote, air quotes. Yeah, <laughs> electric. We'll call it EP. Electric yeah, sure. power. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. VP voltage. I don't know power. what the. I don't know wattage. What that. Whatever that yeah. means. Yeah. I don't know the conversion of wattage to horsepower. <laughs> Has anyone done that? They probably have, but like, who? Who really cares? Tell I me do. what is in horsepower. Well, yeah, but it's this, it's like, I think in horsepower, that's like my brain automatically goes. How fast is something? How much horsepower does it right. have? Right. So it's if just you like say you've been programmed for 29 years, that's all that you've known is horsepower. Mm. So now it's like, well, it's got a thousand watts. Well, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> like yeah. in, in relation to horse, like you got to translate it back. It's I, just that's the way you've been. I programmed. think Japan doesn't use horsepower. They use something called uh, P- PS. 
really. Yeah, it's like a, it's like similar because like they thought like why are we comparing how many horses can it be compared to? This car is like <laughs> having three hundred and eighty horses pulling you. It's like okay. <laughs> that is a weird way to think about it. <laughs> well no, that's how that's how horsepower came about. I know, but it is like I don't even think about it. That's not how my brain translates right. it, right? Like <laughs> it's just a, it's a, was it? Uh, it's been uh, aged in or was yeah. it grandfathered in? Yeah, essentially. <laughs> no, but you know what else is kind of grandfathered in? Bullshit. The word itself. Yeah, or the word bu- itself. Bullshit. What do you think? Uh, what do you think? Bullshit really means? Oh man, there's pro- we could go on for hours of all the grandfathered words. No, but that's but awesome though, right? Yeah. <laughs> It's like, I know we're talking about Tesla. I wonder, like, when... The, it's crazy to think, like, when was the first person to use the word bullshit as, like... It means that's bullshit, not as the literal term of that's a bull who shit, that's bullshit. Do you know but what no, I mean? But no, but do you know why, the like, the term bullshit is a term? Well, I, didn't, well, I guess I'm asking you. No, I I'll, I'll let you know. So one thing, when you get fertilizer, one one type of fertilizer or cow, like, well, shit that you kind of want. It's uh-huh. cow shit. Well, I know that. I grew up on a farm. They right. Spread that in all the all the hood rights. Spread. Oh it no, there the you field. go. Pig shit. They spread. But did you ever grab bullshit <laughs> in your fertilizer? Like male shit, no. male bullshit. No. Because it's, it sucks. It's it's not good. It's in for like. Ah. It's not that. So bullshit. So that's where the term came from. <laughs> yeah, it's like give me. Don't I give did me. I bu- know that. Don't give me bullshit. <laughs> give me the cadeau shit. That's bullshit. <laughs> yeah, it's like that's not valuable. That's not. That's invaluable. Yeah, it's not good. garbage. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just learned something new. And you're from a farm. <laughs> <laughs> I can, I can almost fucking guarantee you, you could go down to my farm town and no one in that town would know that. Yeah, I just found out very easily. Yeah. <laughs> I can guarantee you. I could almost guarantee you. There might be one person that randomly knows that fact. But it's like, hey, fun fact, bullshit. It's <laughs> Do like, you oh, know where that word originates from? <laughs> like, it's, yeah, it's just invalid. It's like, it's what, not invalid. I don't know what the real, the proper way to say it, but just like, it's not good. Like, you don't want that crap. Like, literally yeah, yeah. crap. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got you. I got you. Oh. Yeah, but you said that you came from a town with like no lights. Just uh, like is it was it a town? We have light. There's electricity. Is it some guy with a blinky? <laughs> <laughs> some guy with a some guy with a, big a ass flashlight. Stick lit on a stick lit on fire. <laughs> that, this is oh we've hit foremost. Now it has no stoplights. It has one four way stop. If how many how how many residents? Hundred? Like three hundred ish. I don't. There's... How'd you get out? <laughs> Uh, in the in the dark of night, I escaped. <laughs> no. Did you take? <laughs> I ran away. I'm, I'm out of here. No. Uh, how did I get out? Well, I didn't like get out. I went uh, grade nine. I moved to Medicine Hat with my mom because I was playing hockey. Right. But foremost, like I played up to Ad, like the end of Adam. I don't know what it's called anymore. They've changed it around. Whatever Adam age, is like whatever child. age group that it would that would have been like. 10-ish. Okay. Um, I can't remember exactly what sure. years that is. Um, up until then, and then it starts to get, like, that, there is no, like, rep leagues of that. At that time, there wasn't anyways. It's all, like, every all the best play with, like, I'll explain yeah, yeah, as yeah. I go. But that, at that point, there's no rep leagues. Like, you're, you're playing against all the best kids from Medicine Hat or all the best, like, everyone's right. in the same league. It's all general. 
right? right? right. Like there's, there's like different levels of provincials, which didn't exist after that anyways. Yeah. So there's like A provincials, B, C. So only thing that dictated where you went there is the size of your town. So like people from Medicine Hat would go to provincials. You could go up if you wanted to. So like one year in foremost, we went up to the A provincials and we were supposed to be in C. We made it. And then got absolutely worked. <laughs> right. It's just a different level. Yeah. Well, kids, like think of a town of like a hundred thousand that has to pick from kids and like all their te- like. Right. Right. Amount right. of kids or you have 300 and 20 of them, not even 10 of them play hockey. <laughs> so your team is like 12 kids and two of them don't even want to be there. Right. It's like, play hockey. <laughs> yeah. You're getting us, you're getting us out of here. <laughs> yeah. So um, after that, I played, I made the Pee Wee double A team, which was like, Top level of rep or whatever for okay. for 11, 12. Okay, or yeah, was yeah. that 12? Yeah, whatever. We'll say 11, 12. Um, and that was in Tabor, which is 45-ish minutes from foremost. It's yeah, on the B- way to that's Lethbridge. BC, right? No, that's okay. Alberta. It's like, it's close to Lethbridge. Okay, yes. Okay, with, so um, like within this official. Foremost is an hour south of both Lethbridge and Medicine Hat. So it's kind of like right in the middle, yeah. south of both. Um, anyways, so Tabor... Uh, played PWA there for two years and then played, uh, Bantam AAA my first year in Medicine Hat. And I was still living in Formos at the time. Mm-hmm. But once you kind of get to that level, you're practicing three or four times a week plus games every weekend. It's so a lot of driving. It's a lot of driving. And my mom was driving me every fucking night to this shit. And like, <laughs> right. you don't realize it at the time, but you look back and I'm like, man, what an amazing lady. <laughs> well, I was going to say that's, <laughs> you a, know what I mean? Like driving two hours a day, but yeah, she, she was kind of, she wanted a change of scenery too, as to say. Um, so when it kind of got to grade nine, which in medicine hat, um, grade nine is part of the high schools there. I don't yeah. know how it is in Calgary. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but so that was kind of the time I was still, I was going to play Bantam triple again the next year. And we just kind of got to a point where, I want to live in Medicine Hat because it's just too much driving mm-hmm. and just, I don't know. And then <laughs> go to like high like school at Medicine Hat, change the scenery, like nothing against foremost. Like I loved growing up there as a kid. It was just closer to hockey. Yeah. And it was just kind of, I look back on it and like nothing against foremost. That's just like each to their own. Right. Like I knew at a young age that that just wasn't the pace for me. Mm-hmm. Like I love, I love farming. Like I grew up on the farm. I grew up farming with my dad and I worked on the farm throughout university and all that stuff too. But no matter how much I tried to go back to it or even take over the farm, I just deep down in me, I wasn't a farmer. Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's like as much as you try something, it's like there's something deep down in you that knows that this isn't who you are. Well, it doesn't make you happy. It's not like what your where your passion lies. It, yeah, no, I get it. It's, it's, it's intangible things. I was like, this is it. Mm-hmm. Like you gotta be, uh, you gotta be a certain type of person to be a farmer, but you also gotta be a certain type of person to do whatever you want to do. Well, exactly. Like it's, it's very specific, and it's not one isn't better than the other. It's just that's who you are, right? Like that's <laughs> you gotta. In my strong opinion, that it's you have to do what you are meant to do. Like you have to do what you're passionate about. You don't have to, but I do believe that you will live your happiest life, regardless of money. If you are doing something, even if you're doing a nine to five job, but you enjoy what you do and you're passionate about what you do, your quality of life, in my opinion, is going to be higher. 
And I mean, that's not something obviously revolutionary. That's right. a common thought these days. It's a harder, harder to achieve in mm-hmm. a lot of people's lives than, than we give it credit for. Because maybe you're on a path where you followed your dream and you're doing what you want to do and you took risks or whatever to make that dream happen or you're in the middle of making that dream happen. It's easy to sit there and say, well, yeah, you should do the same or you should do the same or you should do the same. Mm-hmm. You don't know what extenuating circumstances that person has. Yep. That is that has stopped them from doing that or maybe they have priorities that lie somewhere else and maybe they are happy working their job nine to five, not really enjoying their job, but because it gives them time Mm -hmm. to spend with their families and doing things on the weekends that they love. And I know it's a trade-off (laughs) because I can speak from my experience of following my dreams and doing that. There's not a lot of free time Mm -hmm. during this. Like there's not a lot of, that's not to say I I don't go have fun and and enjoy life, but there's, there's not as, (laughs) there's relationships that suffer. There's, like I haven't had a girlfriend for a while and it's just, you can't, it's hard to devote the time to that, like to nurture a relationship or <clears throat> I don't mean it in a bad way. It's just kind of like there are, my point being is there's trade-offs with everything, right? Like following your dream is going to have costs as well. Right. Right. Even if you, even if you hit the ultimate pinnacle of that dream and you've made millions of dollars or you've saved millions of lives or whatever your dream was, Mm-hmm. You've had to pay a due along the way. A lot of times it's a lot of dues mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. kind of my point. Yeah, I got you. So that's a, that was your pursuit of, well, a little long-winded, but in a sense yeah. that. But no, <laughs> in a sense, there. the reason why that you did leave is just because you're trying to pursue something and you thought hockey was it. Well, yeah, and for my whole life. Probably were pretty special at hockey when you're growing up too, though. Well, yeah, and your whole life growing up being good at hockey, growing up in Canada where especially during that time, I'm sure it is still the same way for kids now, but like that was the ultimate dream. Like I couldn't think of anything better in life since the age of three years old than playing in the NHL and playing in the Olympics for Canada or doing something like that. And that, that's not to say you didn't do other things. Like I played baseball and I loved baseball. I was pretty good at baseball, but it was always, it was just hockey. Like that was the first thing that came and it's the same thing. Like, even at that age, you got to make sacrifices because you're playing to be on that level. Even you get to a certain age, like okay, younger kids, you're not training at ten years old. Right now, you are. Like we we were training kids as as young as twelve. Mm-hmm. We are. Buka, I think, has. I don't think he has that young of kids. But back when Greg was there, we did. Yep. I think for a while, I think Pee Wee was there. Anyways, um, my point being you didn't have to go the extra mile as much when you were really young because your you're just natural ability is what separated you. Right. But early on and even more so now than it was even when I was a kid, you got that extra work has to happen earlier on and it's going to separate you earlier on from your competition because a lot of kids are really good at hockey. <laughs> well, that's what I was going to get a at. A lot of kids are really good at baseball. And when like we I didn't start off ice training till I was kind of in peewee and it was still pretty lackluster as opposed to what the kids are doing these days and that's mainly because of a lack of knowledge and a lack of options out there right um but my point is is the fact that what you had to do even as a kid growing up playing hockey or 
maybe you were a musician. Like, I'm not generalizing it just as hockey. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. you got to pay those dues. Even as a kid, like, I gave up a lot of summer activities and summer stuff because I was playing hockey year-round. Or that's not to say you gain a lot from playing hockey. And I got to see a lot of cool places. I got to meet a lot of cool people, play with some really cool men. Like, you know what I mean? Was so, it sacrifices, though? Well, that's what I mean. It's Is it a sacrifice or is it... <laughs> Cause is it a trade-off? Because if anything, uh, like, hey, man, like, say if I didn't do a 9 I don't mean a sacrifice in a bad way. No, I know. It's like I sacrificed my life for somebody. I mean, but like, I mean, it's like it's more, I guess I should say trade-off. It's like you trade one in hopes that this is what, like, this will, you trade that summer with your friends to go follow a hockey team and play that dream because it's like this. this is what I really want to do. And this is where I want to right, go in the right, end, right? right like, yeah. So, it, yeah, it is a sacrifice or a trade-off or whatever you want to call it. But it wasn't, at the time, it wasn't something as like, you didn't feel bad about it. You were excited about it. So right. Like, I yeah. got the opportunity to go play on this rep team in Western Canada to play, like, with the best kids in, in this province or whatever mm-hmm, it was. Mm-hmm. So, definitely not, you're not thinking of it as a sacrifice at the time. I'm just reflecting on it as like, well, you did... The older you get, the more is like, oh, I did. There was a lot of things that you give up to do that, but also in the same t- or in the same context, you gain from doing what like that path that you followed, right? So it's yeah. yeah. No, I know what you're saying because I always try to think like say because I know you're thinking as a kid, but if I try to take myself or yourself out of that kid and you took it to today's time. Yeah, as I don't an know adult. how we got so <laughs> no, got as, on the kid tangent, but yeah, yeah. But go no, ahead. as an adult, if say if you had the same mentality, he's like, okay, well, do you want to go out drinking with your boys? He's like, or play hockey? He's like, well, hockey, that's the shit right there. Would yeah. you? Would you like? Is that a question? <laughs> Can but we yeah. bring beers with while we're playing though? Because like, <laughs> but exactly what you just said, and now, now it's even like okay, you get older, and it's there's a lot more uh, there's a lot more th- fun things you can do as you're older. You can go out. To a party, you go dancing, you go to a club, whatever, and it's like okay, now now that dream is not hockey anymore. Now it's a business you're growing, or right. a job you're pursuing, or a career, mm-hmm. like a degree you're pursuing, or whatever you're doing. That is also like <laughs> you got to give up those nights. You see the, but thing it's like you're not. That's what I mean. It's like yeah. you're not giving anything up. You're you're trading it off. I feel like I'm being more focused in the sense like, okay, like, yeah, you, hey, you want to go out drinking? It's like, sure, or not. Yeah. <laughs> but that's like, what well, I mean. like, you want to go out drinking, or is it more beneficial for you to stay and get this done because you're building this business and this needs to get done? And, you know, if you don't get this done and you're hungover tomorrow, it's going to have to wait three days and everything gets pushed back. Yeah. And it's just like, those are the everyday, like, you don't, you kind of get down a path that like you don't realize. No, I understand. Say, my point is like saying no to those things is okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, the thing is that I do sometimes look back, like there's a, I don't know. I have a few close friends mm-hmm. and then uh, I noticed that they're a lot closer than initially what I was. I would like being on the in group, but then you finding out they're traveling here doing this thing. It's like, wow. Guess I'm not in that group chat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I know that feeling, but but at the same time, it's like, hey, listen, like they all they all chose their path. Exactly. They're all, the reason why they are closer because they're also very close in work fields. Mm-hmm. So they do have the nine to five, 
because they have, but then again, they had that freedom of doing whatever after. Oh man, I, I totally get that. And it's even like, I have my group of best friends from, from Medicine Hat. Like mm-hmm. these guys are my brothers. I would die for these guys. Like love these guys to death. We will always be friends. We can go a year without seeing each other and pick up where that, like that type of friendship. Yep. But at the same time, every single one of them, except for one of them now, is in a serious relationship or engaged or married. Sure. So <laughs> you don't notice it early on, but now I'm starting to notice it a lot more. Is like you, any human has a little bit of FOMO. Some people are better at dealing with it, or some people have gotten over that feeling, mm-hmm. I guess to say. Mm-hmm. But it's funny to kind of like, you'll be with one of them and hanging out with your friends and hear them talking about like, <laughs> when him and her and his wife and her wife got together and they all like they did couples dinners and they did, went out as a couple yeah, yeah it's like well you don't get invited to that and See, the longer <laughs> the, the more years that have gone on it's not to say i've never had a girlfriend but like never a serious enough relationship that mm-hmm. we were either living together or married do you know what i mean so we weren't invited like yeah. Yeah, now yeah. you're at an age where it's 30 we're around 30 and it's like these guys are all married or getting married this year. Sure. And you're not really invited. And I, I don't, I'm not mad about not being <laughs> invited. It's just like there used to be three or four of us that were single. Yeah. And we would hang out when the couples were doing something. And now it's like, holy shit. <laughs> Time mm-hmm. flew, snap your fingers, and you're really the only one left out of all, that group of friends that isn't married or isn't getting married. Yep. And you're, you're missing out. I don't want to say missing out because I don't like that word, but right. you're you're not experiencing that at that time. And I guess to say it is, and in that first instinct, it's kind of a hard feeling to deal with. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's it's kind of a sad, lonely. But then at the other time, is like I don't I like where I'm at right now. Right. You know what I mean? It's like I don't. <laughs> I'm not gonna go force a relationship just so I can hang out with these couples. Like we still hang out enough i'm busy we still like they still my friends still make time to hang out with me it's not like they completely neglect that side of like they want to hang out with just the boys it's just like you you have to accept that that's not (laughs) your life do you know what i mean (laughs) no i know i get it because like um i don't know for me i don't know how to function within a relationship (laughs) like you know you know what i mean like in the sense of Elaborate. Do do we need to do things always together? Because I don't want to sign up for that. <laughs> well, exactly, and I think that's the, the autonomous. He's pretty much like okay, like if I was to say ideals, it's like we have our lives. The only thing that makes us to you know together is like okay, if, if it is serious, we're we're living the same home, we share the same place, yeah, we are experiencing life together. We will go on you know dates, you know, often yeah. enough, but. I want to fuck off sometimes. Oh, yeah. And, and I, I'm not, it's not to get away. It's more like, listen, it's like, you know, like a prenup in the sense. I had a life before this. Well, exactly. And I... Not a prenup. I've, I've, I've lived it to a degree, <laughs> and I. it's just my personal stance and what I would be looking for in that relationship yeah. or in a relationship, I should say, is I think it's healthy to have, like, if you don't have any shared interest, I don't think it's gonna last because if you don't share any interests at all like i think it's important to have one like either hobby or 
interest to like it doesn't even have to be a physical hobby that you go like baseball it doesn't have to be a sport that you go out and do yeah you can it bang. can be something <laughs> yeah, banging <laughs> but, like, but like same type of music yeah. or same yeah. type of like uh you're you geek out on astronomy or whatever mm-hmm. it is right like something that you share interest in that you enjoy learning more about together and, and exploring together but at the same time you don't need to do everything together. Right. She she's a she used to play basketball. Well, I don't really like fucking basketball. I like hockey. So I'm going to go to the hockey game with my friends. She's going to go watch the basketball game with her friends. Right, right. That's fine. And I don't think you should force each other to like like you shouldn't force each other. That's not saying I wouldn't give up a night with the boys to go watch a basketball game with my wife. Yeah, but yeah. I'm saying it isn't a bad thing. To be like, okay, well, honey, I'm going to fuck off with the boys and go watch hockey. You're going to do whatever you do with the girls. <laughs> well, no, well, no, I'm You're going to go watch basketball or or golf or whatever. It doesn't have to be a sport. You could be into <laughs> into books or yeah. I, whatever. You know what I mean? It's Well, I'm, I don't, I'm, I don't think I'm referring to, like, you know, let's have some balance. Yeah, exactly. In a sense, like, okay, if you do, like, for me, I don't know. Maybe people just don't trust me. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I tend to just disappear for some time. Well, if, no, no, it's very consistent. If you do want to find me, it's going to probably be at your gym, but at a very specific time, and that's about it. Oh, man, and I, I totally resonate with that. Like, I've gone on dates, and I've given it a whirl since I broke up with my last girlfriend, like, two over two years ago now. Sure. And But that even at that time that we were, like, she was gone all the time, and I was this was like the first year of rise. So I was busy (laughs) and I've just continued. I've perpetually gotten busier over the last three years. I've added more projects and rise is growing and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, We won't mention the other (laughs) Schmovid thing, but that was, that was time consuming as well. Um, But my point being is I resonated with what you said is the fact I have given it an attempt and I've gone on dates. I've went out with some lovely ladies. Like that's not the issue. I felt bad because I don't have the time to dedicate to growing it. Like I stopped it really early on. It's like we went on one or two dates and like, then it'd be two weeks before I could take you on a date again. Cause I got really busy. It's mm-hmm. like, well, you weren't interested. I'm like, it wasn't that it was the fact that this is my life. Right. And it's pretty hard to be, even if you were interested in them, it's pretty hard to <laughs> pursue that when you're, you physically can't like what, if you're on the flip side of that, if you go out with a girl on one date and then she doesn't go out with you for two more weeks or two or three weeks and you casually talk, like, are you going to think she's that interested in you? Probably not. Right. And that's, that's like, it's hard to explain that to somebody who's not living that. Right. And it's like, I get that's it. just my life. Like, I'm sorry. Like I do like you. I think you're a cool person and I'd like to get to know you more. I don't have time. <laughs> well, okay. And it's like, that's like, but it is a hard, it's, it's a hard thing to deal with, but it's also like, I made that choice. Yeah. I, I could not do what I'm doing and pursue that, but I've made the choice to do what I'm doing yeah. and to see it through because well, I'll get into why maybe later. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I've made that choice, and I'm I'm fine with that choice. I'm okay with that choice, but that doesn't mean it doesn't come out without the cost. Like, it is. 
be to be, nice, a, to be, be nice a sap, to it does get a little sad or it does get a little lonely sometimes. Yeah, like, thank God nice I got a dog. <laughs> well, that's I was gonna say, it's, it'd be nice to have that little best that you know, I don't know what you're into, but I say chick. <laughs> that 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 kind of be, that, but in a sense a best friend in that way like hey guess what i did today yeah and you're like it does you, well it, is, it would be nice to, to kind of share a, that with somebody right but i took a mad shit that was crippling <laughs> that i just ended up on my hands and knees soul sucker <laughs> funny thing is that didn't happen to me but a buddy just told me this like he's like a little too graphic but I think I strained too hard. My legs locked up and I <laughs> I floated off the toilet to my hands and knees. <laughs> so did he send you a Snapchat video of this or did he just describe no, he it very just, we were just chatting intimately? He, no, it was just, I, I don't know what came over him. I just felt like sharing. <laughs> that he had a shit that almost cost him his life. <laughs> yeah. He, he, lived with his, he lived with his girlfriend. He was like, hey, he's just yelling through the door. If I die, <laughs> <laughs> honey, <laughs> if you don't hear from me, I say, like, wow, like I want you to spread my ashes here <laughs> and save my baseball cards. So it's like, yeah, it's like, I just really backed up or something <laughs> happens. Like, oh man, I get, maybe you didn't need a shit. <laughs> there's those friends in the friend group that I have anyways, that'll always like, and it's like, I don't need, it wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't even funny when I was 18, but we laughed at it. Yeah. yeah. Now we're 30 and I'll get the random like snapchat of your shit and i'm like dude i don't uh, i don't want to see that i i keep i tell He's like, i should have had that fucking whatever i ate last night i'm like dude don't that's not funny anymore we're don't, not we're don't. not yeah. this isn't jackass <laughs> if someone sends me a shit pic it's like you're gonna get a punch in the face it's like sorry it's very extreme to me i hate shit pisses me off the dog owners they pick up that's usually they look like good dog owners right they pick up the shit after their dogs yeah. Next thing you know, you see a bag randomly hanging on some some random like on a porch or something like that. Yeah. Or just on a fence, You're like yo, <laughs> <laughs> you picked up the ship at least. Like, like you didn't want to carry it no more. Just, uh, I did my duty. I'll just leave it here for this guy. Yeah, I picked it up. Somebody was watching, but I don't want to carry this. <laughs> Have you seen those random shit bags? Um, maybe they're not. very. Well, I I just assume. But you're talking about like the like. The ones that come in the rolls and I pick up my dog's shit. Yeah, yeah. They look like clear bags. I don't know if there's shit in there, but I just assume it looks lumpy (laughs) from a distance. Where is this at? Like just random places? You don't see them? No. I I see. Like I'm assuming the dog, you know, there's always those old doggy bags, right? Any doggy doggy bag that I've ever had is always like, you can't see through it, so you can't see the shit on the inside of it. Well, you know they're thin though, right? Like Mm -hmm. you just assume it's a thin bag. Wherever the case is, I see them randomly everywhere. I'm like you like guys just tied around shit or yeah. like on the ground. <laughs> just tied around, shit. or it is on the ground sometimes. That's fucked. <laughs> just, you, oh man, it pisses me off. Why like, don't you? You should. Uh, we got to test one of these then. I'm not gonna look at. Uh, you got to get in there. But, <laughs> <laughs> you I gotta hate. Go in with a nose plug. No, 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 no. Just the idea. I don't know the idea of shit. Then I get into my mind like. <laughs> it's like that's it's nasty. <laughs> uh, see, I don't have a since I lost my sense of smell. I can't. Uh, it's weird, like picking up your dog takes a huge shit, and you pick, you bend over and like randomly. I'll think about it. I'm like, I wonder how bad this smells right now, <laughs> man. So my my cousin has a dog Argentina, so yeah. a few pounds above your dog. Mm-hmm. Man, those are like human shits. Like you got to grab with two hands. Oh man, Doug's taking some shits Dude, where I needed two bags. <laughs> Every <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yeah, Jesus, when are you gonna stop? <laughs> 
dog freaking has to shit and move because it doesn't want to back oh, up yeah. to the asshole. Big, Doug's a big walking pooper. It's like it's fucking like, always, you ever, you ever walk, a track. You ever walk your dog and just... I need to take a shit now. Starts walking and shitting yeah. at the same time. If, if he <laughs> I has, can't decide. <laughs> yeah, if he's had diarrhea, he's like, I want to keep walking, but I got to shit. <laughs> yeah, I didn't, I didn't have a dog that had diarrhea. Parents had a dog, and it, like, just super excited. I don't get to walk off very often, but when I do, I'm going to shit all over the sidewalk. I'm going to keep on shitting. I was like, come on, let's go. And he's like, no, I want to. <laughs> I can multitask. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a good thing you got a dog, but yeah, relationships are weird. Yeah, it's a, but you know, but it's like I think it's I think it's I am a believer in it's it will happen when it's meant to happen or like you know what I mean like it's not yeah I used to try to force it when I was younger and stayed in some relationships longer than I should have yeah, yeah yeah not like in a horrible way where it was like super unhealthy or anything like that it was just like this this probably was a fling that we turned into a year long relationship that we should have probably just not made. you know what probably stopped you know what probably stopped, like, stopped you though. Huh, a dog. <laughs> like, what probably stopped? Well, not that, but like, the reason why you were probably in relationships. Like, I'm, I need to break up with her. But damn that poon man! <laughs> <laughs> I, I just, knew that's where you were going. Like, God damn it! Yeah. I swear this is it. Like, well, cause, that, cause, plus cause your mind, because your mind gets very clear at the end of the night. It's like, oh, did it again? Did it again? <laughs> no, it's that, and it's also there's like that white picket fence that you're chasing. It's like, ah, uh, I don't know, like. I've been yep. around it a lot where friends ha- have a lot of my close friends have been in serious relationships for like since high school. Yeah. Like two of my best friends married their high school girlfriends. Yeah. Awesome. So, I mean, yeah. Awesome. But it's just kind of a little jelly a little bit, but, but you're, ooh. you're like grass is always greener on the other side. Right. It's like, you're in a relationship. Ah, like I kind of miss having my f- single freedom back again or vice versa. You're single for a long time. And it's like, uh, I'm lonely. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It was like, and now it took my point being is that was the early years, mm-hmm. the early twenties, mid twenties. Now you're at a point where you've kind of, you've learned, not even learned. You've just grown comfortable with yourself a lot more. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not, you're not chasing that. You're not trying to chase that dream of, not even a dream, but just like that ideology of having a wife and that's what the ultimate goal is or having that life with family, if it's a family or if it's just having somebody to share your yeah. your life with. I don't know. You just get to a point where it's like either it's meant to be or it's not meant to be or it'll happen when it'll happen. Yeah. But yeah. I'm doing me and I'm fucking happy doing me <laughs> and I'm going to continue doing me and I'm not going to change who I am. That's not to say I won't give you my time or right. everything I have in that relationship. But I have made that mistake where I gave up things I was doing to nurture a relationship that didn't deserve that. You, you know want what I mean? No, you're I want somebody who supports what the fuck I'm doing and helps me grow and vice versa, as opposed to I need to give up my passion or my job or my work or whatever it is to make you happy, mm-hmm. well, then that's not that's not sustainable. <laughs> well, I was going to, if like, this might be oversimplifying it, but it just sounds like you just want to be authentic. Exactly. It's like, what does that mean? You're it's done like, chasing that, that ideology of what you think she should be or what you think that relationship should be. It's like, I just want something real. I want something authentic. I want somebody who actually gives well, a fuck but is actually themselves and vice versa. Like, I don't want to be somebody different around you. Right. No, and you know, <laughs> you know some guys... 
Oh yeah. Are completely different with the girlfriends and and off. Exactly. It's like they're away from the girlfriends. Like yell right, but it's just rip this shit down to town. It's like what? <laughs> yeah, I couldn't wait to get away. And it's like those it's, are the ones that never lasted. It, no, but I have one buddy that has a party's hard. Oh yeah, hard. But when he's with his girlfriend, party's hard too. But like he, there's another level. Yeah, but, Which no, but I mean his, is, his level is extremes. Oh well, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I've some of my friends same way. Like we've partied hard. We've done that. Yeah. Been there, done that. But the ones that are in those relationships, either their girlfriends were partying hard with them, or they had an understanding that that was okay once in a while, or that was something like. Yeah. You're not going off the rails every single weekend, twenty four seven. Yeah, it's like, okay, this was an event. I came out. I don't care if you had a little bit of extra party favors tonight. <laughs> right, but I was gonna say also, like, you know, some people get into a relationship. There are they kind of mold into a person who their partner wants them to see. Like. Oh, yeah. that's the that story. Yeah, <laughs> or divert by either or, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like that. So one example is a uh, say if it's a girl, you're dating a girl. She's the type of girl that will wake up before you do, put makeup on, and get back into bed. <laughs> You're like, uh, that's a red flag for me, bud. <laughs> but how would you know? Like, she always has his face. Lights are always off. That sounds like something out of like a. Like, that sounds like something out of a Netflix horror show. If like she ever gets in the show, so so if you if you have like an ensuite uh, bedroom, yeah. Your light's always off, and she's always in a silhouette, so you never really clearly see her face. Uh, and then if she, say if you're in the shower with her, but like, she got like, waterproof makeup on. Like, not the type that runs. <laughs> <What the fuck? laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So if you were to translate, but if it was a guy. I get, I get what you're getting at, yeah. If it's a guy, like, he has to, if his shirt's ever off, he has to do, like, 20 push-ups. <laughs> Just give himself a quick pump. <laughs> you know, or... Or if he's actually... Well, uh, I mean, that's... And I, <laughs> no, that, okay, I'm that saying... That type of feeling is fine, like, trying to look your best and put on the best side of yourself in the first couple is it, dates. Yeah, is it, though? I'm not, I'm saying, fit, like... Not, like... Obviously, I'm not going to show up to a first date with a girl wearing sweatpants and, like, ah, oh, yeah, I, I just I've had a lazy day, didn't feel like getting ready. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's not... That's, that's not going to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, those first... Obviously, that's human nature, and I think... Honestly, I think that's how it should be. The first date or two or a couple dates, however, doesn't have to be a f- finite number. It's just that's your best, like, you're you're going to put on – I'm not saying you're faking anything. I'm saying yeah. you're, like, you're giving your best presentation you, of yourself, you, right? You want to slowly show <laughs> yeah, who yeah. you are. Well, it, like, for me, it's like you – I'll uncover – there's – I got layers. So you get to, you get to uncover those layers – the further we go on. Yeah. I'm not going to tell you my true, true passions in life and my deepest, darkest secrets on day one in the first hour. I punch the kid once. <laughs> Just <when> you, <laughs> punch the kid once. <laughs> you know, you're not going to say that on the first day. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Drove my truck into the school accidentally. <laughs> Oops. Oops. <laughs> yeah, no. No, I know. You know what I mean, though? No, of course. You got to You're keep- putting on your best... For like your best presentation of yourself and that's like but the longer it goes on is like and i've gotten what i'm saying is like i've gotten to a point now where even on the first or second date i'm telling you like i don't hold anything back if mm-hmm. i'm going on a date i don't hold anything back i'm going to tell you how i feel i'm not i don't bring it on in an 
uh, in an obnoxious way. Yeah, yeah. But it's like I give you my full self pretty early on because to be quite honest with you and simply I don't have fucking time to play the game of six dates and then I tell you what I do for a living or what I, yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. you're going to get this version of me. You're going to get what I'm passionate about. I'm not going to go off on political tyrants or anything like that. I'm simply saying like you're going to get that impression of what makes me, me mm-hmm. pretty early on. Cause what the fuck's the point? <laughs> well, I think you're at an older age was, Hey, like, I'm, I'm done. I'm, with, I'm done with the, the games and shit. You but know the, everybody, I mean? everybody says that, but the thing is that they all get sucked in. I think I know it was one chick. I kind of had a clear indication that she was into me, but I clearly did not even show that I was at all. <laughs> uh Oh, well, no, it's just, yeah. no, I, I just, I just, I just have a strong suspicion. So nothing ever happened with no, this? No, because like, well, first of all, I have in my head, is that uh well besides her being hot I was like you know that's a, that's that's a plus yeah but the thing is that uh, I think what happened is just like I just kind of wrote it off in my mind mm-hmm. as like well before be, at the time I always thought she's like wait she's way hotter than me yeah you but never then, gave yourself a chance but then then over time's like I'm way hotter <laughs> damn I got buff <laughs> well the thing is that um no it's because I'm. I like to try to show that I'm pretty much the same with everybody. Mm-hmm. So you never know what what am I about. It's like, do you actually like you or are you just being friendly? It's like, well, it's all of that. I got one version is kind of what you don't have a side A and a side B. You're just, you have one version. Is that what you're getting? Yeah. At? Yeah. And But the thing is that um, because of that, so if I was into a girl, it's like, it still looks exactly the same. It's like, wait a sec, you treat me the same way you treat your friends like yeah because you're a friend what's, yeah. what's wrong with that <laughs> i mean yeah so with her though it's just like uh well first of all she had to find an excuse to get my number i was like okay well all right i guess we're just we're buddies in a way but not hey what was that uh movie you were talking about that time <laughs> no i think okay this is actually one of not gym girl but previous gym girl uh from our last place i don't know maybe she was i don't know whatever the case is I was just learning to do some movements, mm-hmm. and then she's like, "She's like, I, I videotaped you." That's like, okay, cool. I was learning how to do handstands, mm-hmm. and I was trying, you know, whatever. She videotaped it. Good job. That was awesome. Like, did she videotape it without you knowing she did? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Pretty sure that's illegal these days. <laughs> no, well, I'm think, just bugging you. I don't know the case is. Like, hey, what's your number? Let me send it to you. I was like, oh, you can airdrop it. Yeah, what's your number? I was like, okay. <laughs> Mm, sneaky. I was like, all right, here it is. And it's like, oh, cool. Then I was like, all right, cool. Hot chick got my number. <laughs> so I'm just walking on with my day. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then, no, nothing happened. So you didn't pull any, uh, any, what's Danny's best move? No, I just, I was like, all right, cool. Gave her your number and you never talked to her again? Yeah, I didn't know. <laughs> Smooth. <laughs> well, I was just like, cool, thank you. Cool, thanks. But then I guess we did, get, well, we kind of chatted over time, right? Mm-hmm. Through the progress of time. Then eventually it's just, I don't know, it's just like, man, for some odd reason, there's something off about you. There's something off. Or just that didn't align with you. It's like, yeah. Is so it off about her or is it just like, this isn't my cup of tea? Like, this doesn't align with me. Or was she like <laughs> bad shit crazy? Oh, I don't know. I never got that far. Never got that far. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> never got that far, but it's just like 
Ooh, there's something Danny's not telling us here. No, 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 <laughs> no I'm just, <laughs> I'm just fucking. I'm just trying to, I'm trying to like, you know, how did I see it and what did, what actually did play out? Yeah. Nothing played out, but it's just like, was she in Japan? I think she was. Cause I think I left the gym and didn't even tell her. <laughs> Cause I went to your place, right? Yeah. Then next Oh, was this like right as Ramsey? Well, well, no, this is before the new year. This is when you guys are first opening. Yeah. And I was like, I'm out of this place. I need a new gym. Yeah. So I didn't say anything that was going to happen. I was like, oh, I'll see her when I see her, I guess. And then you haven't seen her since? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think. <laughs> no, that's like, see, this is, I didn't actually know she was actually into me until I left. And then how, so how did you find out? I didn't. How I found out is like, I'm blocked across the board. So all the social media is like, oh, she's. It's like, wait a second. She blocked you? <laughs> <laughs> so wait, 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 wait. You guys never went on a date. Nope. You kind of loosely chatted, but not really. Yep. And because you didn't tell her, you think, hypothetically, because she didn't know that you were leaving and you just kind of disappeared. Yeah. She blocked you on social media. <laughs> Because that fucking matters. Why? Well, no, okay. But that's like, that's, I f oh, I hate that type of shit. Like, blocking me on social media is going to, what does that do? Like, what is that? It seems so childish to me. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the whole thing was. I, I'm literally, the only reason why. I, I, I don't mean just your case. I just mean in general. Like I just think the suspicion was like that because somebody, I overheard somebody say, wait, dad never told me he went to a different gym in that kind of like tone. Like, yeah. oh. So wait a second. It's like she like my friend never told me who said that, but I have a strong suspicion who said that. It's like oh, uh, the person who blocked me. Detective Danny. I I can I think I would. It's like oh, it's probably her. Come to the same conclusion. Because only because I think out of everybody there, I was only really. So uh, you're still blocked on social media. Or I guess it? so. <laughs> Cause no, the reason why I I uh, well I'm not blocked. What's your name? Let's look her up. <laughs> See what she's doing. <laughs> I, the reason why I uh, we could get to that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, There's still a chance, Danny. No, 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 no. No, the only reason why I think that is just because uh, I'm I, from. I remember there's always a Facebook post. Like she's just one of those people that just. Oh yeah. You know, I guess they're going through some shit. They always say some motivational things on Facebook. <laughs> That's my red flag going on. <laughs> you know, well, yeah, well, I know, and I know a few people. It's one like, thing if it's for like a. A business purpose, but if it's just motivational need, the, shit, the need to post every day about something insignificant. I know it's fine, but the thing is that like it's like hey to meet you, to be your true self, blah blah uh, blah. Okay, I was like, yeah, oh, yeah. okay. Everyone's, so everyone's that, a motivator, <laughs> right? No, but that's real. So they are motivated, but realistically, they want to motivate themselves. Mm -hmm. In the end, unless you're an ultra successful person like David Goggins. It's like, mm -hmm. all right, you can post whatever you want. Yeah, yeah. But no, so I so then I was like, you know what? I was like, no, because I didn't know she blocked me. I was like, you know what? I haven't seen any of her shit in like six months. <laughs> so I actually looked at my friends list. I was like, she's not there anymore. Is like, does that? What does that mean, guys? I've never had this happen to me. <laughs> no, I, no, I guess it has happened, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I never had. I'm guessing someone. If someone disappears off your friends list. You might have been blocked or deleted or whatever. <coughs> like, you're not friends no more. Yeah, the only there's only two things that can be either she deleted Instagram 
or she blocked you. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's only two. No idea. <laughs> <laughs> or she got abducted by aliens. Yeah, no idea. She's like, huh. Was there something actually there? Because she's driving that cyber truck around. Oh, fuck. I'm like, hey, where the fuck you at? You can ride that pony. <laughs> oh, boy. No, no, but see, I didn't know there was a thing there from the start. Until then, it's like, hey, man, there was something. See, and I, for me, with everything, like, without going down any of those rabbit holes, but with the current state of, I don't know, society, I guess we'll call it, for now, it's okay, and it pisses me off a little bit. I wouldn't say pisses off, but frustrates me. If she likes you, then, hey, Danny, I think you're cool. Let's go for dinner. Mm. Why beat around the fucking bush? I don't like that. And it's not like, I might be interested in you. You might be interested in me. You can make a move, too. I mean, if we don't carry all these old-fashioned ideologies about all of that stuff that we did 100 years ago yeah, yeah. in terms of men and women, why is that still a thing? And I'm not saying it is in every regard. I've been asked out by girls, and it's, it is refreshing. It's like, oh, I don't have to be the one to make the first move all the time. Yeah, yeah. Not like, to say I won't, but I'm, I'm in. <laughs> but it's like, it is refreshing when a girl's like, hey, like they take the initiative, and it's like, hey, I'm interested, or hey, I think you're hot, or I think you're cool, I think you're interesting, I'd love to get to know you more, let's go for dinner. Like what? Why is that not a thing? <laughs> or, yeah, man. Well, it is a thing, obviously, because it's happened. But I just mean, in your case specifically, or cases like that, you're not totally to blame there. It's like, why the fuck didn't she just say, hey, I'm interested in you? If she was obviously that interested in you that she felt the need to delete you on social media, <laughs> then... then but the flip side of that is, how interested were you if you can't even tell the fucking person that you're... Hey, Danny, I think you're a wicked dude. I'd like to take you on a date. I'd like to take you for dinner. Or would you like to go grab a drink sometime? As simple yeah. as that. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. doesn't even have to be, Danny, you're awesome. Hey, Danny, would you like to go grab a drink sometime? Okay, now I know she's interested. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The mind games, fuck your mind games. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> this isn't high school. Yeah, see, for me, I literally, I, the reason I, 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 you know, I had no idea I'm literally nice. Well, I don't know. I'm not trying to be. Yeah. But I'm just like, hey. Well, I got I'm just you. being me. <laughs> I'm saying, I'm not, don't hate you. <laughs> I didn't delete you. <laughs> no, no. Just that's to anybody, right? It's like, I don't have any ill wills to anybody. Yeah, so yeah. I was like, all right. So everybody's kind of on the level. You might misinterpret it. Yeah. But, you know, don't don't blame my my lack of texting people. <laughs> reflect what I am actually about. You're, that, you're a hilarious <laughs> texter. It'll either be instantaneous or it's three days later. <laughs> <laughs> I remember it, okay? I was like, wait a second. I don't think I pressed send. All right. It's oh, you're, you're one of those. Or no, or it's like, or I'd be like. It's that one extra button. You know, sometimes you need reminders. Like, oh, yeah. Text her so-and-so back. Shit. All right. Well, okay. <laughs> My big no, thing is like, if I don't feel like talking to people. I just leave their messages unread, and then, like, that reminds me to talk to them. Right. So, like, I'll see so-and-so texted me, but I'm busy or I'm not looking at my phone for the rest of the night. I'll text you tomorrow. Just don't yeah. open that message. Then that thing's there in, in the morning, and you be like, hey, hey, bud, what well, did you need? Well, there, there's that, but it's more like I've just never been. 
a text. Big, you know, yeah, yeah, I got you. If I want to talk to somebody, it's more like, hey, phone them up real quick. And they, if they don't answer, it's like, all right, you lost that opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't my friend no more. <laughs> it's like, it's, we'll, we'll get back to something. No, with, with the texting stuff, though, it's like, uh, I guess I don't communicate the best of well. Like, for a long time, it's like, hey, man, these are the days I'm free. Okay. <laughs> a week we later, both weren't good at that. I'll give you that. A week later, it's just like, hmm. I don't want to say anything because sports, like, right now, sports oh, yeah. is big right now. Yeah, you ain't getting me on a, on a Flames night. Well, see, the thing is that, like, I said, the reason why I said Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. Because initially, I, I planned to have it off because, like, yo, Flames, hockey, and basketball, there's no way you're getting me away from that. Yeah. But then it's like, wait, it's Tuesday or it's Wednesday. It's like, oh, okay, let's switch my days around then. Yeah. Tuesday's free now because I thought it was Tuesday I was booked off. Mm. So then I switched it around. It's like, all right, Wednesday I'm out. Yeah, that's fair. But no, I didn't want to say anything because, well, I guess I could. I was like, hey, man, I just want to see where the the games are at. I don't want to <laughs> conflict. I got. I can't say. I don't, no, I hate. <laughs> one thing I hate the most. When I book or when I have, I set a time off for something. Yeah. Say it says you want to meet up with somebody on a particular date. So say if like, well, yeah, we'll go to that. On a particular date, I book it off in my mind. Like it's already been taken up. It's happening. Like there's no change of plans. Yeah. And unless a real emergency comes up, like there's no change of plans. It's going through no matter what. Mm -hmm. If you forget about it, it's like, well... Fuck you. <laughs> no, no. I honestly feel like that. It's yeah. like, hey, man. Or, hey, well, girl. That's, that's, that's that person not valuing your time. Like, well, if but, I book something off and I'm making that, I'm like, I know life comes up, things happen, but you either need to give me a heads up. Like, if you forget about it, that's a slap in my face. It really is. I, I, at the same I mean, time, things happen more, unless yeah. there's, an, there's, there's an excuse, and if it's a valid excuse, then sure. Yeah, but if it's as simple as like you weren't, you didn't care enough to set yourself a reminder or whatever you need to do to remember that we were gonna meet up tonight to talk about X or just go for beers or yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah. it's like I don't care if you cancel on me. You just need like give me a heads up. Mm -hmm. But if it's that last minute thing is like, or you just completely forget, that's disrespecting me, and I don't like to be disrespected. Well, <laughs> well no, I don't. I I used to take that to heart. At the same time, I've just learned. No, like, yeah, I've just learned to pretty much. I always double book something, in the sense that when are you gonna hang out with me? <laughs> well, no, in the sense that I always have something off with you know. If I'm gonna hang with somebody else, that's the time is burning off for them. If they don't show up, it's like all right, I got sh I got shit I could do for myself right now. No, exactly, and that's like it has definitely gotten the later in life. It's like well, it doesn't completely ruin my night. I'll go do something else or. I got work to do or whatever it is. But I just mean just on a on a friendship basis, it's just like you could have decency to give me a heads up. Yeah. That's all it is. It's not like I'm gonna hate you forever and and whatever. It's just like you owe me an apology. As simple as that. Yeah, like I said. No, it doesn't have to be a you don't need to send me roses. It's a simple text, hey man, I completely forgot I fucked up. Let's go for beers this night. I'll make sure. Right. Like that. It's just the, like, or, or we're not that good of friends. <laughs> it's as simple as that. Maybe we're just not that good yeah, of friends and yeah. it wasn't that important to you. And that's fine too. Now I realize that maybe we were on different wavelengths. Yeah. Yeah. I'm way too far committed to this. Yeah. <laughs> I bought you roses and I was going to take you for a nice beer. It's going to give you dinner. dinner. I was going to give you dinner, lobster, 
No shrimp. <laughs> <laughs> no, but then, like I, I used to take it to like so. I know. I, was you, I know to, what you mean because I'm. I was similar. I was going to get to that, but so one thing, the reason why I developed this kind of way of doing things, because uh, I don't know, getting stood up on a date is the worst thing, to f- worst feeling ever. Yeah. As soon as that, like, as soon as that does ever happen to me, it's like you're out. Oh yeah. I'm like I'm not. I'm Especially not, if it's a first date. If it's a I'm first out. date, not a fucking chance. Well, no, probably and I don't even wait you. that long either. No, I mean like. No, I used stood to. up if you're you've been dating for a couple months and like she doesn't show up unexpectedly then there's a chance that something happened yeah but like a first date and you don't show up or first or second date you don't really know each other yeah that's a that's a fuck you fuck off <laughs> well that's it and it's simple it's like okay i'm not i give it zero thought after that it's like okay well that was that was nothing that wasn't meant to be fuck you goodbye never well, see yeah again. i don't know it's just almost thinking like a like a hopeless romantic like, yeah if i'm into you like i wish you were thinking the same yeah <laughs> In the way, right? It's like, and then, you, and then you grow up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know. I, I don't know. I still feel like I, I have, I go through his motions still. Yeah, fair. But then again, I, like, hey, I'm canceling. It's like, all right. I guess I can work on that project. That I put it off to the side. True. <laughs> it's like, it's, and then it's like, hey, can we hook up? It's like, oh, you know what? It's like, it's, no, I kind of it's like, it's, I don't want to sound rude or mean, but like, I don't like being stood up. Yeah, I don't think you even have to. Pr- Prelude it with that. No, no, I, I, I just got to say that. And, yeah, if, yeah. and if they actually say, hey, you know, sorry, this is what's happened. It's like, all right. Yeah. Go one more time. Yeah, I'll be give no, you another be, shot. But if it's just like, oh, <laughs> well, sorry. Well, no, it's just like, hey, <laughs> I don't like being stood up. I was thinking about, I was thinking about, you know, the things that we could have done or, you know, could have talked about the whole time. Yeah, yeah. Like, I just want to know these things. And then you never gave me the opportunity. Yeah. And then... I, and if they apologize, hey, you know what? Okay, maybe, all right, all right, all right. It's like, I'm not trying to... Like, My cyber truck flew away, and I couldn't make it back to Earth. I'm not trying to make <laughs> them feel bad. It's just like, you need to understand, like, I'm there. Are you there? Okay, yeah. no, all right, we're we're going... Well, yeah, and it's it's the thing, too, of, like, <laughs> if that's, that's an early indication of what they're going to be willing to put into that relationship... Maybe. Exactly. Maybe. But it's like, if you're, if you're going to blow me off early on unless there's a valid excuse then that's a that's a flag right there is like hey okay fine but i i've been in relationships where i was putting in more than the the other person right like like you're you're giving up your nights because you they're doing x and they're interested in x and they're like you're supporting you think you're doing the right thing you're supporting their dreams which is the right thing but it needs to be reciprocated Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and if you're not going to show up to a date that's important to me because I like you, then either A, you don't like me or A, you're just not that into it. Or you found something better. Or B, or B, you just are in your own world and I've dated those people. like, you're in your own world and tunnel vision and I don't want to, that has happened to me and I don't want to go down that road again. So Mm -hmm. for me, that's like, fuck you. (laughs) Not Not in a... I'm gonna, yeah, not in. <laughs> I'm so mad. It's just like, nah, like, okay, fuck off. Like, moving yeah, yeah. on. There's tomorrow and there's the next day, and we'll move on. We'll find another one and we'll, yeah, <laughs> not a, not in that sense, but I like, still, we'll I find, still, we'll move on and there'll be another date. <laughs> but don't you still, like, oh, I still look on. It's like, oh, this could have been a thing. <laughs> Should I stuck in with that? It's like, nah, there's yeah. so much of this happening. Oh, I mean, I think that's natural. But the thing is that I like, I think is that, um, I don't know. Because I feel like I've been left out with so many things going on, like 
you say your friends are doing something. Mm-hmm. I do my detective work, and I, over the years, I kind of learn yeah. how to like say very very subtle things that they don't know. I'm asking you particular questions, but I'm asking you a very particular question because mm-hmm. I want to know what your proper psyche thought on this particular thing. Yeah. And and it could be unrelated. So the back to the one girl. Yeah, yeah. One thing that I, like, automatically the reason why I kind of like, oh, this is no way this is happening. She said she got a dog at one point. Eventually, and she moved out already. She's with her. She had a house at the time. Mm-hmm. She's like, yeah, I couldn't take care of my dog. So my dog, my parents own the dog now. I was like, ooh, ooh, that is. <laughs> this is a it's hard. A red, that's not a red flag. That's a red wall. <laughs> that's a hard exit. You got a dog because you're feeling lonely, but then life you got on. Mature enough to take care of that dog. Yeah, it's like ooh. Oh uh, yeah, that's a no. I mean, there are extenuating circumstances that hey, like it was better for the dog to live with my parents because yeah, yeah. I couldn't be with it as much as I thought I could. That's I'm happy that you did that, and that dog's living its best life. But just. It's not okay if it's like, uh, I needed the dog when I was lonely for a year of COVID, but now that I can go back out and do things, I don't really care about it that yeah. much. Well, yeah. fuck you. Well, yeah, it's just like, <laughs> you no, suck. I, I think it was more like once you commit to something, commit to it. Yeah. So like it could be superficial. Why well, I say superficial, adopting a puppy at first be because of lonely, superficial things. Yeah. But you committed like that's it. Yeah, that's true. So it, it it started as a superficial commitment, but like to you, but to, like but what it really is like that's not super like that's a hard commitment. Oh, exactly. You're you're giving up your time. So, but then again, I don't know. Like my dog, yeah. little shit. Oh, my dog is <laughs> the best fucking thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is that uh, I love that dog. She does a certain thing that uh, was called. I haven't even met your dog, have I? No, I don't bring her in. She gets, she's a little loony. Is she? Yeah. If you come in for like a, just during a, like a slower time during the day one day, bring her in. Yeah. That's. Maybe. No, I can't. Keep, I can't. How about dog park? Does she do dog park? Yeah, I can do that. Okay. Let's the reason why, like I, she has a separation anxiety. Oh yeah. I blame that myself, but it's just like, maybe we spend, spend too much time together. <laughs> You're talking to the guy who brings his dog with him to work every day. Well, but the thing is, you could actually lock him away in the room. Mm-hmm. I can't. When, like, when you're at Rise or in uh, anywhere, general? like anywhere, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't. My, I can't leave. No, I do. That is. I can't leave my dog. I can't leave my dog in a car. Oh no, I hate N- that. <laughs> no, like even for a moment, like I'm going to get some Timmies, or I I get a chain or I fill up gas. I'm filling up gas. Hey. I go inside. Bah, 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 bah. Oh, really? It's like, oh, you. <laughs> you people shit. are thinking I'm kidnapping you. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's funny because, like, Doug, since I got him, he's just rode shotgun with me everywhere. Yeah. Him and I just drive around everywhere. He goes on road trips with me, just rides shotgun. He ride. He literally sits in that. I don't know if you've ever seen him. No. He sits in that front seat like yeah. a human. Like, I lean the seat back a little bit for him. He, mm-hmm. like, leans back in it. Literally sits there with a, like a human. His legs stick, like his back legs stick out from underneath him. You sit there like a human. And he'll do that. Like we'll drive to Medicine Hat and he'll sit like that for like three hours. Like yeah. he just sits there like a human. He loves the car ride. So if I go into the, like I'll leave him in the vehicle, like leave it running, like auto start it, whatever, leave sure. the window down. Like I don't leave him for a long period of time, obviously. Like, but yeah, I got to yeah. go grocery shopping. Doug's with me a lot. So yeah. like coming home from work, I got to stop at Safeway. I'll leave Doug in the car. 
start it, leave them tunes on for him and he jams <laughs> All out. Right, man, here you have favorite music right here. Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> he likes house music too. It's <laughs> <laughs> well, no, yeah, stuff like that. But no, I just, yeah, crazy. See, I like I said, I, there's a lot of habits she's learned. I blame it on myself. Yeah, fair. So I, don't, I think she gets car sick, but I can't tell. What kind some, of dog is she? Oh, it's a, it's a pet dog. She doesn't look like this one I'm going to show you. But like, they should be beefy. She ain't beefy? No, she's a little squishy. She's squishy. <laughs> the thing is that, yeah, they are, just imagine uh, Russell, Jack Russell. Yeah. But with color. Yeah. Well, they could have color. They're not, they're not just white. Okay, so there's black ones. Let me try to get you my color. Uh, you want to look like it? Yeah, no, you got to show like a good side one. Mean looking one. Mean looking. Mean mug them. Yeah, because they, 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 they look like mutts. They look like mutts, but they're not. Like that's a full grown. Of your dog? Well, that's not my, but, but of, like the, of, the, of the species, yeah. They just. They look like mutts. Mm, kind, I guess. But they just imagine that as a Jack Russell, though. That's a good looking dog, I think. Oh, I like it. Well, it's my dog. What, how big is it? Yeah, just a little. It's hard to tell in that picture. It looks it's tiny big. in that yeah, picture. 16 yeah, 16 pounds. Okay. My dog's actually 25. Ooh, chunky monkey. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know what. Feed her dessert or what? <laughs> no, she. I don't know how she gains the weight. I'm like, what are you doing? Do you like <laughs> nothing? Eat? That's why I'm gaining weight. No, I was like, do you literally? Okay, she's okay. She used to be. I don't know. Everybody has dog stories. Mm-hmm. She doesn't chew. <laughs> oh, she she's just. A, she doesn't chew. Doug food. did that for a hot minute when he was a puppy too. She still does that. Like literally, just swallows food whole. Yeah. yeah. Just, <laughs> then she, because like she used to be crazy. She used to be food crazy, and then she started to understand you're getting this all the time. Chill. Yeah. <laughs> So she used to like just gulp it all. Then she eventually just barfs all. I was like, I guess you're not eating tonight. <laughs> <laughs> like you literally just barfed up like a nice hard ball of dog food. Like, <laughs> what do you want from me, dog? <laughs> so I was like, all right, no. So then, I don't know where she learned it, but she learned to like I'm eat until I'm good. Yeah. So she used to eat the full bowl. Now she just, if she only wants to eat half, she'll eat half. She's like, I'm good. Just screws off. Comes back for it later. Maybe she, she still hides shit. She hides shit. Like she hides. Like I, she, I, th- I've seen her take her treats or her food, and like bring it someplace else and drop it down. Sniffing snacks for later. Yeah, it's, it's like why is there dog food over here? Like what? What is this? That's hilarious. It's like, so I clean it up, and she's like, "What are you doing?" That's my stash, <laughs> Dad. <laughs> like, or she? I give her a treat. She's so, like, I don't know, like, everybody, like I said, has their stupid quirks about their dog. She will literally run her <coughs> nose raw because she's doing, she's, like, you know, burying stuff. Uh-huh. But she would just try to bury whatever she had to the point where she was bleeding from her nose. All the time. That's crazy. She's <laughs> I've like, never seen that before. Yeah, it's like, I was like, because I. So she's digging with her nose. Well, you know when they uh, say you, they dig whatever. Yeah, yeah. And they try to, like, push the dirt over top of it. Yeah. Well, she's trying to do that with, and she's oh, she's pushing, she's she's digging, puts a treat down, 
And then she uses her nose to push, like, say, the fabric over or... Okay, gotcha. Or, say, my clothes or but whatever. she does it hard, like, rubs herself a scab or what? Because she still sees it. It's like, say, my, my uh, sheets... I'm not good at hiding this. <laughs> I want to hide this better. <laughs> so, say, so my sheets are, like, perfectly, you know, yeah. straight. She just puts it right, right in the middle, and she starts trying to cover it. <laughs> and the sheets are not moving, so she keeps, you know... She's like, like oh. that ultimate criminal, but not... Not as good as she thinks she yeah. is. Yeah, <laughs> and she's like poke, like you know, she she pokes her nose into it. Mm-hmm. He was like, "All right, gotta dig deeper." She, yeah. So it's like pushing her further into the uh, bed, but it doesn't go any further. But she's trying. <laughs> so God then damn, she, she's gonna be five more minutes. <laughs> so she did it to the point where, yeah, like multiple times, the tip of her nose is is bleeding. I might notice it because, like, I saw my beds. Like, are this are these blood streaks? What the hell? <laughs> Why is there blood streaks here? Look mm-hmm. at her. What? <laughs> is this your treat? She grabs it and runs away to a different area. <laughs> Hides it for another time. Yeah. That's funny. She can't help but dig because she's a terrier. Yeah. I had a terrier as a kid. It was a soft-coated Wheaton terrier, and it was an escape artist. No matter what type of pen you left her in or yard backyard, yeah, she was escaping. Like, this dog was about 40... 50 pounds. Oh, okay, medium, yeah? Yeah, medium-sized dog. And we had this, like, so when we would go, we had, like, this area penned off for her in the garage that she would hang out in, and it had, like, a doggy door for the backyard and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then that area was penned off, so, like, dog run, essentially. Mm-hmm. And this dog had better hops than Michael Jordan. <laughs> I fucking shit you not. We had to get, we got, like, the highest... uh what are they called? Like those gates or whatever, you know, those like yeah, metal gates. gates that, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's like a dog gate. Yeah. They're built for dogs. We got ones that were for like 150 pound Malamute dogs, like huge ones. I shit you not, she could standing, not even take a running jump at this thing. She could standing, boing up in the air and she would jump over this thing. Mm. And this thing was like five or six feet in the air. Like <laughs> that's how high that fence was though. We gradually, like, she started low, and she just kept jumping. The higher ones we would get, she would just keep being able to jump them. It was insane. I guess or she'd he, dig out from underneath. So we had this, like, fence in the backyard. Yeah, yeah. My grandpa built, like, this kind of, like, dog fence to keep her out. It was flush with the ground. She would just tunnel underneath of it to go out in the other part of the backyard. I'm out of here. Oh, yeah. Like, dog was insanely smart. We Or she could, like, I know this isn't original to her as a dog, but she had... She wasn't that big, but she could get, like, she could barely get up on the counter. Yeah. But she had a way of getting her pop, and she could swipe shit off the counter. <laughs> so this like one time, yeah, this one time my mom made what we called them shit cookies, but they were haystacks, I think is their actual name. They're basically chocolate and, like, coconut. Okay. Really good. But dogs, as you probably know, are not supposed to have chocolate. Yeah. Well, my dog as a kid... My mom, like, freshly baked these cookies, left them out on the counter and on drying rack. Yeah. And my dog literally swiped off 24 of these cookies and ate them within, like, 10 minutes. (laughs) Like, I think she ate most of the 24 cookies. Yeah, yeah. And, like, you're thinking your dog's going to die because, holy shit, that's a lot of chocolate. Like, that would probably kill me if I had 20 cookies. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All she did was go do a little puke in the backyard, and that was it. And then she was totally fine after. I'm like, I would be sick for three days if I ate that many cookies. 
Yeah, no, they're more resilient than we give them credit for. It's it's, it's funny, like because you, you know, because you've had your dog for now, a while now, and you had yeah. dogs before. It's just weird that they have these personalities. Oh yeah, like um, I always loosely put up gates. Yeah, like just between like doors. Or the purple, like at first, I I used to t- tighten it down and kind of have it, have it uh tight so she doesn't get through because she used to be a climber too. Oh yeah. Eventually, I got lazy. <laughs> And just put it against the put it against the door, and then she would you know scratch it and it would fall over, scared the shit of her. So I kind of look up like, okay, well let's put that thing back up. And so not still not locked down. Yeah, she Eve- would go near it. After? Eventually, she would stop touching the gate. She's like, she was so she put her paws along the door, yeah. the door you know door Frame. arcs, so she knows if I touch a gate, it'll fall on me. <laughs> so I don't want it to fall on me. So I would stop. Stop touching the gate. <laughs> An interesting dog uh, training tip there, but I think that yeah, it worked. I guess. Well, it worked. I was yeah. just being lazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then she stopped. No, I'm touching trying to give you credit, man. It's yeah, no. But the thing is that, like, I know Milan over there. I noticed that she does that for a lot of things. Where I purposely, I purposely throw trees at her, and if she doesn't catch it, she doesn't get a treat. Really? No, because like, because I throw it. She misses. I'm like, and then she tries to run for it. I'm like, hey. <laughs> so I pick it up. And then eventually she catches it. Okay, good. You get that. You That's want another one? <laughs> so then sometimes I just throw it by her feet. And she's like, what is this? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Doug loves I every. I have a lot of cucumbers. Like, I'll make, like, a bowl for dinner or whatever. Yeah. I cut the ends off of, like, a mini cucumber. And his thing is, like, he sits on the other side of the kitchen. And I throw him up. And he, like, jumps up in the air and catches him. Like, the butts of the cucumbers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's gotten something. to a point now where like he if I get home, we usually come home from work, make dinner, and he gets to a point if I'm like I go do something on my computer for ten or fifteen minutes before I start making dinner. Yeah. He literally like comes up to me and he'll like come grab me with his paw, like pull on my arm and then like walk to the kitchen and sit in his spot where I throw the cucumbers. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Dad, it's fucking dinner time. I want my cucumbers. <laughs> yeah, it's just these they know like, these personalities. Oh yeah. It's hilarious. She used to, like, you know, she also knows how to walk on her back feet. Oh, does she? <laughs> I love when dogs can do that. It's hilarious. So, I, I don't know what it is. Like, I, I once have pets on the TV, you know, the cartoon yeah, yeah, yeah. pets. So, she knows she can't stand, you know, lean, well, she leans on stuff now, but before she didn't lean on things. She was, so, she would just stand up, try to get closer with her paws like this, just watching TV. <laughs> Like just just solely standing in the air, not yeah. even <laughs> just standing there, like because she knows she can't touch the, the what's called a TV stand. Yeah. So she's just, then she would sit down, on her bum. Yeah. <laughs> With her front leg still. <laughs> yeah, in the yeah. Air. <laughs> That's awesome. She doesn't do that anymore. It's like shit. She How old like, is she? She's eight. Eight. As old as my bike. Oh yeah, yeah yeah. She turned eight in August. I, yeah, you know what? I got my bike first, and within a top, couple of weeks, I got my dog. That's what every man should have, a bike and a dog, <laughs> all in the same month. You think you think you get a motorcycle, or do you, like, are you against it? No, absolutely not. I just, um, I've never, I've always kind of had it on a back burner of, like, something I would get, mm-hmm. but just never allocated the funds towards it, just put them into other things and whatever else. To be honest with you, I think I'd rather have a boat first. A boat. <laughs> <laughs> a boat. Yeah, probably not on this exact same price comparison, but <laughs> just I'm just a big, I like, 
So when I, we had a place in Whitefish when I was growing up. Yeah. We did a lot of boating. Okay. Um, like we didn't have a place on the lake, but our friends that we knew down there had a, like a really nice place down on the lake. So we did a lot of mm-hmm. like boating. I don't know. There's just something about summers having a boat, I think would be really be a, another, it'd be a helpful addition, like add something more to do and just like get away, give you an excuse to get out of the city, go I just love days on the lake. Like, it's just such a, Calm. such a nice, di- yeah. like, I'm a big, and I don't do enough of it. And I'm, I know this consciously of like, <laughs> I need, I almost need to go out of cell phone service to disconnect and not use my phone or not like check in on work and all yeah, that kind of yeah. stuff. So it's really nice when I go, like, we'll say camping or whatever, I go, to a place with not great cell reception. It's like, okay, well, I can't do anything because there's no phone service out here anyway. So then I'm just, I'm in the moment. Um, And that's kind of like, you're in the middle of a lake. You're just not, you're not on your phone. Mm -hmm. You're not, you're kind of just, it's, it's sad, but it's also, that's, that's kind of where it's at is where you have to go to these certain places to, to fully disconnect. And I'm, I'm not saying I have to do that all the time. Like I've gotten better at, finding ways to do that on like a Sunday, I'll take a half a day and, and not bring my phone with me and just kind of disconnect and go do something or mm-hmm. read my books or whatever it is. But there isn't nothing for me replaces that like, or going, this is what I was trying to think of is going skiing in the winter and being on the mountain. Like you don't have any phone service plus you're skiing all day. Yeah. You're just not thinking about it. And those are, I love doing that. Right, so right. I, I think that would just be, I don't know. That's boat. not the only reason I want to boat. Boats are, as Elon would say, it's they're fucking cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, on a motorcycle, you can't even check your phone. No. Well, eh, if, you're, if you're skilled. <laughs> I don't even know. I go back and forth with what kind of bike I'd want, though. Uh, I either want... Rock like, Rocket? Cruiser? No. Mine's I, a cruiser. I really like... I I'm going to sound stupid because I don't know. I... I like bikes, but I don't know the ins and outs of them as much as no, you probably that's okay. would. That's okay. There's like, I guess like probably kind of like a roadster, like the lower the lower bikes, like the all no, black, yeah. like there's here, there's here, lower handlebars. Here, here, here's a good example. Do you want to lay on the lay no, on the no, gas? No, I know, t- I know thing? that difference. Or do you want to be? I like, know what a crotch rocket versus a roadster versus like a cruiser is. I just mean like adventure bike, the finite like. What that bike, the specific bike, I'll try to show you a picture. I could say Adventure Tour. No. There's like, there's three class because mine's a cruiser. Adventure Tour is like a sport bike and not quite like Tiffany's bike. That's like a sport. That's I don't like know a if tour I've seen bike. bike. I and, don't like tour bikes. And then there's Cross Rockets. Like, they, they're, they're fun, but then your forearms are just like not this at all, but something like that. Like yeah. No, dude, sir. that's literally what is that? Is that a Triumph? Scrambler? No, it's a Yezdi. I don't even know what the fuck that is. Okay, look up this. Triumph Scrambler. I like Triumph bikes. But Scrambler, specifically. Triumph. Or Scra- Scrambler or Bonneville. Like, are you talking about these old school styles? Not so much the old school. They're kind of, kind of yeah. sweet, though. <laughs> yeah, something kind of like that. But more, that's more like, that has more of a dirt bike look. I'm thinking more what like. What is that one? It's the Triumph Scam- Scrambler 1200. Okay, FC. what a Bonneville? Bonneville? Bonneville, yeah. It's like the good, iconic 
motorcycle bike. Oh, like the Bond bike? <laughs> yeah, like I guess so. It could be a... What? Okay, you got to type that in. I don't All right, know. I'll just type it over here. I'm trying to think. I don't even know what it's called. It is a roadster, but it may be like a... Yeah, Triumph Bonneville. Like, you literally just showed me something very similar to already. Either that, or yeah. then I go, yeah, no. Nope. Like, I like that bike, but not what I'm... Okay, okay. I'm trying to think of... Something a more, oh, okay, here we go. This is what I mean. Something like this. Like the Indian. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of like that style, but a little bit more modern. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, that's like, that guy fucks people up. Like, <laughs> that's still, like, you're you're looking at something that's above a thousand, uh, a thousand uh, cc's. Yeah. So that's more of like a strider. Either so then I go from wanting something like that to like a Ducati. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. But like not like Ducati doesn't quite look like that, but they have many styles. Yeah. But like that's so I'm like, I don't I want one, but it's not the top of my want list. No, you know what I, I mean? So I've just that's why I've never pulled the trigger on one, is because like do I really want this that badly? Like <laughs> Not well. See, I feel like it'd be more of a novelty than an actual. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I don't think I got many kilometers. Like in my eight, I don't have many kilometers in no. that thing. <laughs> it probably gets pulled. Like it's literally something. It's like it's like a collector's item in a sense. Like or just a weekend car yeah. that you just never touch. Well, also it's like I think it'd be if you had. I'm not saying you have to be in a biker gang, but like a couple of buddies who all had bikes, and it was like a thing you did on Sundays in the summer. You guys went for a cruise, I got, or, I, I or got you did road trips. Like my dad. He doesn't even own a motorcycle, but his friends would always do, like, they'd rent bikes and go down to the States, and they'd take, like, two weeks and go just oh, that's cruising. Awesome. And, like, that's that's more of a retired thing, but not even. Like, take a week vacation and, and, and cruise on your bike. So, you know what I mean? No, I got you. So, I think you'd get more use out of it in that way if, like, yeah. hey, me and you and Rob and whoever else had bikes, okay, cool. Let's, we kind of, it's our, like, thing to do. It's. Some guys golf, we went road or motorbikes. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I think I have, you get more use out of it that way or it's easier true. to use. I have a buddy that, um, okay, I have one buddy on his way, like when they got a job from his company, on his way out within two weeks, he's he's actually getting a new job. And within the two weeks, he says, I'm getting a motorbike. Hey, man, I got a bike too. It's like, oh, sweet. Are we friends? <laughs> <laughs> So it's like a, a scene from Step Brothers. Yeah, yeah. And pretty much like I've been, yeah, no. So within two weeks of him leaving the company and me just talking to him. Yeah, within, I guess we just exchanged numbers. Like, All right, got a bike. I got a bike. I guess we're we're friends now. <laughs> so from the time to time, we just went riding for some much for a little bit. And now five years later, it's like, yeah, we still chill. Not, not yeah. riding bikes as often, but... <laughs> Yeah, that's fair. But the thing is that also the thi- uh, there's a because no one rides bikes, because like first of all, it's like there's too many shitty drivers out there. It's like yeah, just be better. Yeah. It's like well, what if they take me out then be better? Well, that. But also, the the other reason, and this is obviously a reason a lot of people probably don't have bikes, is just like the lack of availability to ride them in this country. That's it. <laughs> that's true too. It's like. Really, there's three months of the year where it's enjoyable to ride that bike. Maybe four. Summer's kind of shitty. Because <laughs> it's hot? It's so hot. Well, then right, you, now, then right now it's perfect. Maybe you're just being a pussy because 
where do you think the people ride their bikes all the time? Well, California, oh, Florida. Yeah. Well, it's hotter down there than it is here. I'm very Canadian. Yeah. <laughs> Despite I can't how ride I, my bike in the winter, and it's too fucking hot in the summer, but I love to ride it in the spring for a month. <laughs> no, spring is perfect. Right now is perfect. Yeah. I was like, because you... What sucks the most is that you know how hot it is in plus twenty five weather. Yeah, and then you're in all, your car and all leather. You're wearing all leather. <laughs> so I'm wearing Just all my fucking. But legs are burning. So eventually, you see me kind of squirming, trying to get some shade, because <laughs> it's a stoplight. I said, like, "God damn it!" You need to get the. You know how ski coats have like the zipper vents in them. Yeah. You need to get that for your. No, but standing jacket. still. That's what sucks the most. Oh yeah. Oh no! Or because I'm wearing leathers. It's just like you can't. I can't even get into my leathers no more. I just can't fit. It. It's like it's. Just, I can't slide in no more. <laughs> uh, so is your sweaty? You or you lube can't, up to get into your leathers or, to go ride your bike? Or you try to get take your jacket off? I got to do you know, what's got the shrugs? I just yeah. shrug my shoulders until it falls off. Oh boy! <laughs> so it's awesome. But the thing is that if you think about it too, there's a lot of prep to ride a bike. Uh huh. Meaning that you just can't grab your keys, jump in the car, and take off. Mm-hmm. What you have to do, get your helmet, get your jacket, get your backpack because you got no nothing to carry with you. Yeah. Get your shoes out ready. Well, maybe they're ready. And get your gloves. Yeah. So you got to get your whole attire ready. Or I could just grab my keys and go in my car right now. So my question then is, do you ever, because obviously I see people doing it. They're usually older. But like, okay, say I'm, I know where I'm going. It's just like I'm just cruising down 17th. Yeah. And then... Back up to my house. I'm not hitting Crowchild or Deerfoot or any of the main roads. Can I just grab my helmet with my t-shirt and my jeans yes. and go for a cruise? Yeah. So that that that's that's all right too. Like that's what I would do if I had a bike. Now you don't need to put your leathers on to go 50 kilometers down the road. Now, I've done that many times. Mm-hmm. Don't you don't realize how much shitty little rocks actually fly up in the air? Oh, I can imagine. <laughs> like because I went, I rode. My, I rode on my bike mo- a couple of times in just my shorts, shorts yeah. and t-shirts, or maybe I actually had a jacket, but yeah. I just wore shorts because I was like, "Fuck it." Yeah. All these little like, it's like, dude, yeah, they're like these tiny little rocks or tiny, maybe not even rocks, they're just dust. No, they're just like little, yeah. Then you're just like, but they're like you know, piece whatever size, tiny, tiny, can't even see, and you just feel these little. It's like, what are you saying? Do they come all the way up and hit you, like, in the arms and shit, too? They can. Yeah. It depends on what bike you have at that point. See, like, I would always probably prefer to have jeans on, at least, riding my bike. I do that. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't go shorts and a T-shirt. Maybe sometimes, randomly, but, like, I would always at least make it a goal to have jeans on. So, so I do that. So, now, my minimum is jeans. Yeah. My shoes. You know, I got riding shoes. They look like regular shoes. Mm -hmm. But they're rash-resistant. Gotcha. But if, you know, they should they be... A, do they have a toe in them, too? No, I should. Oh. So if I do crash, my toe's fucked, but at did, least I got my skin. Did you ever ride <laughs> dirt bikes as a kid? No. You used to have, I used to have, like, dirt bike boots and shit. Those yeah. things were intense. <laughs> well, yeah, you can't move around. They're so nice to shift in. And then you'd go back and, like, just ride your dirt bike around the farmyard or something yeah. and be in just, like, running shoes or something and realize how much easier it is to shift with those right, boots stiff. on. Yeah. Well, it's stiff, and it's got, like, that little metal pick on the end of it. Yeah. It's just, like... Literally, all you do is just hammer your foot off that. You don't even feel it on your toe. Yeah. So, out of my all my family members, they're literally, literally, you're an idiot. Why do you have a bike? I'm like, it's awesome. Because <laughs> it's fucking cool. <laughs> it's like, what do you what do you want? I, I don't know. Do, do you ever do that sometimes? It's just do things because it's cool. 
There's like, why do you do this? Like, you know, Cybertruck, it's awesome. What, yeah. like, I mean, why not? Like, I mean, within reason, like, I don't go drop money, more money than I don't have. But right. To a degree, like, there's always, there's always another reason usually, but there are some times where the, the leading reason is like, well, yeah, because I fucking wanted to. It's cool. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, usually there might be a 20% reason or an underlying, like, well, yeah, I've always kind of been interested in this, too, or yeah. whatever. But the main reason is, if I'm being honest, is because it's fucking cool. <laughs> so, so I have And there's I, nothing wrong with that, I don't think. One thing I... Uh, so, the one thing about a bike, too, is that they no one has ever... Exp- like, you've had your arm... People have their arms out or their head out of the window, mm-hmm. but they don't actually know what speed feels like. Because oh, they're in a cocoon. Oh, yeah. They know what it feels like because their head's in the back, you know, their head's in the back. But Especially you, if you sit straight up. <laughs> yeah, you feel that, but, like, on a bike, you're, like, you're feeling like, holy shit. Oh, yeah. Like, for some reason, like, I get scared sometimes. I've never actually rode a crotch rocket, so I'd be interested to see the difference because you're lying down on it a little uh, bit more. Very, very slipstream, you know. Oh, yeah. You don't feel any brunt force. If you're tucked in, yeah, yeah. it just... That's go- what I mean. I'd like, because I rode, I rode, like... Riding a dirt bike at a high speed or an enduro bike is a similar feeling to riding a road bike at a high speed. Yeah. Maybe I didn't go the same speeds, but, like, I know what you're describing. I just have never experienced the alternative of, like, a crotch rocket where you're you're in that prone position. Oh, yeah. It's awesome. I, I don't want to do it, but, like... Cause it's not comfortable to do for a long period yeah. of time, yeah. We go... Me and my buddies go for, like, a couple hours. I was like, I don't know how you're doing this. And then you see them shake their hands. I was like, yeah, yeah that, I knew it. <laughs> they go I knew numb. It. <laughs> The same with you don't have your, like your road, like your pedal bike properly adjusted. If you're riding like your road bike for a while, yeah, no motor. I'm talking like a yeah, yeah, yeah. bicycle, and you don't have your handlebars and your seat like properly aligned. Your hands go numb. Like yeah. I remember when I bought my bike, the first one I had, and I didn't properly set it up. I just like I want to go ride this. Went on like this 50k bike ride, and like for the last <laughs> 30k i couldn't feel my arms from my elbows down you just all that pressure down on it the whole time yeah yeah know. yeah so yeah that that times 10 on a crotch rocket probably <laughs> well the crotch rockets like when you're up there like you feel the wind but like for like just weird because i before i got my bike i had a moped yeah i, I had a scooter and yeah a scooter great when i was 14 <laughs> not safe though because i tried going on 16 so it's 90 kilometers. Yeah. The thing maxed at 90. <laughs> so then people, so when people, and the thing was so light. So as soon as a gust of wind go by, I, <laughs> whoa. So then I, I got the bugs. Like, I need a bike. Yeah. So I, then I got, the, so I, I sold that bike. Got a, sold that scooter, sold your Vespa. scooter <laughs> and got a bike. And then just a few, just being, just feeling the weight of a bike. You stop, you feel it solid now. So you're, oh, yeah. but now I got myself a fender. So Ooh. maybe maybe the wind was because I want I want to ride more but be more comfortable. Yeah, the windshield and it looks cool. Take a ten percent cool factor down and to be more comfortable. It still looks cool. Yeah. Okay. Still looks cool. It's gonna have like a fucking spaceship by the time you're done. It'll have uh, what's called, what are those things? Uh, little frilly. Thing? What girls put on those little bikes? Little tassels? frilly. Yeah, like it's gonna have tassels. <laughs> I can see you with tassels in a sidecar. <laughs> I, at one point, I wanted a sidecar, but I was like, man, you can't turn right. No? <laughs> well, you could, but, but... it's just a really wide right yeah, turn. you're just used to... <laughs> Imagine turning down, like, on 17th, you're trying to turn off 17th, and you got to, like, do a three-point turn because you can't turn right. Well, because you're used to just lifting, like, going yeah. really... Yeah, I don't know. There's stuff like that. 
But yeah, man, I think uh, we've been here for a couple hours. Yeah, how's it? Time <laughs> flies when we're having fun. I, man, I it's already nine thirty. I, I don't think you. I think because you said you had a lot of things to talk about. I don't think we actually. Yeah, well, <laughs> we I expected get, that to happen. <laughs> we didn't really, we didn't really get to it. Oh well, yeah, like the. I don't know. We can always. I'm always around. We can always chat about them after. Yeah, we uh we could try to get those out. I honestly, like the main. I was chatting about like the the competition, the unfortunate thing that happened. That was kind of like on. When we chatted about it last, that was fresh. That yeah. had just happened. So I was like, yeah, there's some shit that went down. But on more of like a general basis, I mean, there's just a lot going on with Rise, different things happening. Uh, brought in Buka, um, kind of that partnership still still finessing that. Um, I wouldn't say finessing, I guess wouldn't be the right word, but still, still kind of working that out. Seeing what that looks going to look like long term, very because it's kind of like we not rushed into it, but it all kind of happened pretty fast, and now it's kind of like, hey, let's let's take the time, let's do this right, set it up properly, make sure we're both on the same page, and this is something that we can see working together for a long time, as opposed to a quick pump and dump. Like, let's make sure our visions are aligned and what we want to do, because been down the road of not aligned visions and where that ends and I don't want to go down that road again. Right. You guys can per listen se. to you guys can listen to that podcast another time. <laughs> <laughs> uh and then outside our eyes got uh some other exciting projects on the go. Okay. Um I think I told you about my greenhouse. There's finally making some progress with that. I'm not uh, gonna talk too much about it because there's really nothing exciting to talk about. Well I I see this is where my detective hat comes mm-hmm. in. No you haven't, but I know what you're talking about. Do you? I think I felt like I've told you about this at the gym. Before. I have a in in no. I think you mentioned it in, in like passing, passing yeah, in yeah. passing, but never like, like okay. an in depth. But yeah, okay, grow your sunflower so we've seeds. Had, <laughs> yeah, those grow magical sunflower seeds. Get your daisies out. Um, but it's just kind of like with all the problems finding trades right now, and like we had a our original kind of general contractor, I guess you'd call him, that was overseeing the project. Didn't work out. So we've mm. kind of been in a year's like this project should have been done a year or so ago. And we've kind of been in a latency period for a year. And now trades are really hard to find. But through a buddy I went to school with that I've kind of worked with on some other little things, not anything major, but just kind of like always kind of have like network, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah of course, of course. And I was chatting with him one night and he's like, yeah, I might have somebody that would kind of like oversee this they kind of they do uh corporate or what is it called um corporate rep some type of represent so they're not like a general contractor but they work as a representative so they represent you and they have a network of trades and subcontractors that will project manager no it's not they own a representative that's what it's called okay I knew it was something representative. I wanted to call it a corporate representative, but that was that was <laughs> not right. Um, so worked out with them. Uh, went out to site with one of the uh, project managers or owner representative that worked there. Um, and just kind of finalizing that. So he kind of came out, thought it was going to be a good deal. Like thought it was like, hey, found our guy. He's going to be able to take this home more things than we thought that need to be done, but it's doable. Sure. And then he got back, kind of chatted with his boss, and 
this isn't really in their scope because mm. this needs more like so at the time he told me he's like yeah i'll be down there i can i can come down to site as much as needed like i can i'll make this my main project blah 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 and then i think he kind of talked to his boss and his boss is like fuck you that's not what i pay you for right <laughs> you're not you can go down there once or twice a month not two or three times a week so they they were really great about it though they they're like this isn't generally in our scope like we're going to do our best to we'll give you a proposal but we're going to do our best to actually find you guys that contractor or that kind of site supervisor that you need mm -hmm. mainly we need a site supervisor and like because we have most of the trades lined up yeah, or yeah, yeah. line them up and these guys will help with that mainly need a site supervisor so they've been great about that found a site supervisor out of medicine hat because the greenhouse is down where i grew up um so they found a site supervisor that is working on a proposal to send us now so if if the dollar amounts line up and it's it's feasible then i think we found our guy well, well which is exciting because this has been something that like for me this project is something that i based a lot of the risk I took with Rise and everything else off of, and for it to have be two years behind schedule and to have none of that money coming in has put me in a tight position. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So it's it's nice to kind of have finally making some headway and kind of like taking that by the reins and just be like, okay, I gotta I gotta do this. I gotta make this happen because um, you're in a partnership with a lot of they're good partners, but they're also busy and it's like I think. They got a little, the guy that was kind of heading up got a little bit complacent with it, I guess, to say. I don't right. know. And just not really his element either. Like, he's a he's a lawyer, a very successful businessman, had a lot of, like, he's got more money than all of us combined. Sure. But just kind of, like, got to a point where, I don't know if he was too busy with what he's going on or he just, he's kind this isn't his profession. He doesn't build greenhouses, so he had trouble finding the trades and it just kind of kept getting like there was excuses all the time sure, and it just sure. whatever we'll leave that but so it's just refreshing to have some headway and some and some like light at the end of the tunnel to say um so that's that's refreshing um have another project uh b buying a piece of land out at Invermere and building um experientials A-frame style Airbnbs mm. which I'll I'll kind of tell you more about that later or like show you more because it's kind of hard to describe. But we've kind of found like a little bit of a gap in the market with Airbnb of like those big houses that's, that sleep eight but are, well, if you go out with some buddies or like a bachelor party or whatever it is, it doesn't even have to be a bachelor party but or a big event. But say it's a ski trip and you have six friends and you want to stay in an Airbnb, usually that's a thousand dollars a night or close to eight 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 hundred to a thousand for for a nice house that sleeps eight people comfortably, which is okay. Like you're each going to split it, so it's one hundred fifty bucks a person or whatever. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> but with these style A frames, so the cool thing is like A frames don't you don't see them here anywhere. Like A frame style houses, I don't know if you know what that looks like. Uh, Look it up quick. Yeah. So anyways, um, those don't really exist. Their malls are really cool. Actually working with my friend and the lady who kind of oh, yeah, yeah, headed yeah. up the design for Rise and helped us design Rise. Um, so she's in on this project with me. And uh, David, you know David from the gym? Um, sure. The Irish dude? Yes. Yeah. So it's him and I and this Jamie that 
helped with rise doing that. So the A-frame kind of cool there. And the good thing about it, it's cost effective. We're going to make it look really cool. And there's going to be the experience of it is more or less like it's tailored more to like what your activity is. So it's not just an Airbnb with a hot tub. It's going to have a whole like kind of Nordic spa feel to it where it's like, Hey, come, okay. You've skied all day, spend 15 minutes in our sauna, then do 10 minutes in the cold tub, then do 10 minutes in the steam room, then end up in the hot tub. And then you can go sure, sit out on the deck. Sure. So it's kind of a little bit more that way. And the good thing about this is we can sleep eight people in it, but it's only, we're only going to charge. We found that like, that missing piece where there isn't really a price point for this mm-hmm. at an eight person house. So it's four four hundred dollars a night to sleep eight people. So now you now you open up to a whole new market of like all those people that want to take their family out, but like, ah, it's too expensive to go out to Invermere and stay in a twelve hundred dollar a night cabin with my big family or maybe it's a sports team or yep, whatever yeah, it yeah. is. Like, yep. okay, well now now you've opened up all that and the plan is to keep kind of building these like have them kind of buy their next one. So we want to do 10 or 15 of these in the next seven to seven to eight years. Kind yeah, of thing sounds, is the plan. So sounds reasonable. Yeah. So that's exciting. Kind of excited to do that project. It's fun to work with David too. He's a, he's a cool dude. Pretty funny dude. He's a funny, he's a really funny dude and we get along pretty well. And he's honestly, he's, he's a really, it's kind of cool to work with him because we have, Similar perspectives, but we have different perspectives, and we kind of feed off of each other in that regard. Um, and he's hey. he's been around. He's worked for a lot of different businesses all over the world, so he's got an interesting perspective that a lot of people don't have. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I just like learning things from him, and he can learn some stuff from me, and it's just kind of like we feed off each other. We can both bring something to the table, so it's, it's cool to do that. Uh, what else? Uh, that's that's about the end of my work life. <laughs> hopefully, uh, yeah, I don't got much time for anything else. <laughs> no, that's a it's a big plate. You got three things, three major things. Yeah, but I was gonna say earlier, like the with your greenhouse thing, uh-huh. just baby steps, right? Like very slow. Like you're eventually getting there. Yeah, and it's it's just one of those things that you don't because we did a series of funding too. So now you have other people's money on the line, mm-hmm. and you don't. Like, I'm not personally connected to any of these people, but some of our partners are. Yeah. And it's now at a point where it's like, you can't let this thing sink. It's not just your money. And also, it's like, <laughs> not not just because you've you've kind of hedged some, some other projects on this thing, but you've come this far, you've put in this much work. It's like, fuck off. I'm not letting this die. Like, right, right, yep. It's not something that's a small a small payout either. Like this is something that is, I wouldn't say life changing, but it can be like in the, in the right avenues. And with the plan that I have for like my portion of the sale of that will be quite substantial to a point where now I have the flexibility to do some things with other projects that I didn't yeah. have before and have a little bit more breathing room. Um, and just kind of to have that, <laughs> that, <laughs> All the plans always have to pivot, but to kind of have that original base plan of like, okay, I was comfortable taking on this amount of debt for Rise because I believe in Rise, obviously, but to hedge it, you have to hedge. Like, if you're taking out a gamble on this, it, I'm a finance person. It doesn't hurt to have a hedge and have something to fall back on. Not even fall back on, but like 
other streams of income, other streams of profit. Right. So D- like diverse. The th- and the thing about Rise is it's like it's you're in the fitness industry. It's brick and mortar. These these types of businesses take a long time. On average, without without factoring in COVID, you're looking at three years to break even anyways. Now you're factoring in all the excess debt you had to take on to stay afloat during COVID. And now the rising costs, like we're seeing our rent went up, inflation of everything to build in this and to do that. And oh, just yeah, yeah. everything's up. Like our costs are up. So you got to, you have to get creative. You have to do some things that maybe you don't want to do. Raising costs and all that or prices and stuff like that. It's just, it isn't, the thing about Rise is it was never, it was never something where my goal going into it was to get rich. Yeah. Like it's, for me, it was something like, and it even evolved as I've been doing it is like <laughs> the value that is created within that community and within all those people that genuinely care about each other and genuinely are friends. I'm not saying you're friends with everybody at rise, but you're genuinely cheering them on. You want the best for them. There's somewhere to go that like, I was thinking about this the other day is like, where else do you get that? Like, <laughs> Family, yes, and maybe maybe some people are lucky enough to have a really strong work community, but generally not. Like, where do you find that that sense of community? And that's like, I know that community word is <laughs> abused well, and overused, well, well, but it's a, it's a sport thing, though. That's it's a it's. But it's more than that. Well, no, it's I, like know, the, I know what you're saying, but like, I can only relate it to sports in the sense that, say, if we were playing like softball right like it's that camaraderie yeah yeah oh what is that the word say that again camaraderie no commodity no not commodity camaraderie camaraderie oh yeah yeah yeah. is that when you kind of have like we're in this together but it's like that it's like that intangible value that is like help people helping like it's beautiful to see when you've created this you've had people help you create this people giving their all to help create this vision Mm -hmm. but that vision and that value just continually evolves is like it was just about okay now we have a community we have an amazing community amazing people but it's like i know how much this community helps me and it helps i've heard firsthand stories of like this is help get me through this and blah 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 so having that and now okay well what's i want I don't want to grow rise because I want to maximize my profits and make a boatload of money. Yeah. Like I need to make money in order to keep it going and to expand and to pay bills. But the end goal is to grow it to a point where we have multiple locations because just, you're just doubling that idea of community and helping that many more people like just have that experience that you're not getting in a lot of places. Right. And it's like, the more you're in it and the more you're around it and the more I see it, it's just like, I'm always, I'm still learning about how much this actually, how much value there is in this and like how much value we can continue to, to bring people, not just in like, I got better at ring muscle ups, but just that whole package. Right. Uh-huh, and uh-huh. it's, I don't know. It's just, it's really cool to just, to just kind of have that blossom past what you even kind of expected originally or you didn't even know it was a thing to right, be honest right. with you when you started like i'd be lying if i said that i knew 
exactly what this community was going to look like in three years and this is what it was going to mean to me and mean to so many people and yada 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 i didn't know that obviously you have that as a goal but like you you don't know what that actually means until you're living it right mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. like the until you're living it all that value that it can bring and all that kind of joy or whatever you want to call it to people's lives is it's just a really cool experience to be a part of right so that's just kind of where I'm at. Yeah, just like it doesn't doesn't take away from the stress of everything else and trying to stay above water and all that kind of stuff. But I've learned to get better at it over the last little bit is to just take a step back and actually appreciate what is happening in front of you and like all the all the good things about it. Well, the thing is that um, like I don't I don't talk about this to us, but I have a cousin. He's been well off for the last ten years, like yeah. very well off. You would not even think that if you saw him. Yeah. But what I was getting at is that uh, say you're taking because you're saying you're taking on initial debt, you have this thing, but realistically, that's he's from, coming from my cousin. It's like that's the game. Yeah. It's like, exactly. So if you want to be, it's like it's, so when you look at a person who is just a regular Joe, not an actor, but like conventionally a millionaire, mm -hmm. it's like well, yes, he's a millionaire, but at the same time, if you were to really discuss like book numbers to him. I ask him, it's like, how much, it's like, if you, I know you're a millionaire, <coughs> but how much money in, or how much is that actually debt? Mm -hmm. And there's like, well, if I have 1 million, well, what's your assets and liabilities essentially? Well, it's like, yeah, 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 well, it's like, well, say if I have $1 million, I'd probably have like $10 million. <laughs> it's like, well, well, I, yeah, yeah. I it's know what like, you mean. it's not, it's not, it's not net, but it's like, okay, I guess. It's like you had opportunity to go vacation anytime you want. It's like, of course I could, or not. Well, it's, yeah, and it's like, <laughs> so I've talked you, about this before, just more on that. Like, I don't know if that's what you're referring to is like being your own boss and, and being able to take time off when you want. Is that kind of what you're referring no, to? No, I was referring to like what you're going through right now with all these multiple projects. Oh, okay. That's you're pretty much like you're aligning to the path of people that you would point to. Yeah, you're on path of what conventional success is like a financial success but people don't realize like they only see the upside of your things but like you have oh yeah they they see that they see that guy standing on top of the mountain but they never saw like <laughs> the train he took to get to the top of the mountain right or the fact is like say this you have a ferrari at the top of the mountain yeah but they don't actually they just see like oh that's a nice view but they actually don't see the whole mountain yeah it's like wow well, this, is what, a, this is the only glory what, yeah, part, yeah, yeah. but there's a shit ton of unreal. There's a lot of there's a lot of rocky road and and shit tunnels that went down. Yeah, there. yeah, so yeah. that's what I was, I'm not trying no. to tell you like, hey man, keep it up, bro. No, no, I, I got you. <laughs> I just trying to make sure I was on the same page. Yeah, yeah. keep it up, bro. No, I just going. You from, can do it. <laughs> coming from him is like, because uh, he's always giving me like life lessons and stuff yeah. like that, very subtly, but it's more like, hey, yeah, yeah, pushing towards mm -hmm. my direction. It's like, yeah, what you're going through seems pretty reasonable. Sounds sounds honestly, it's all it's just grinding. You just gotta grind. Well, at that's it. it. Like you gotta accept. It's it's one of those things. I was like, at the end of the day, you didn't have to do this. Nobody forced you to do this, so you can't be. Yeah, you're gonna have your bad days, and it, there's fuck, man. There's a lot of stress. I'm not gonna lie to you. There's a lot of stress, and there's a lot of days where it's like, holy shit. <laughs> yeah. But at the same time. What grounds you is like you chose this. You know what your goal is. You know what your dreams are. You know what you're bringing to people, and you know the benefit that this is is more than financial. That was not why you got into it. Mm -hmm. Think what I like. That's what I always kind of say 
is with all I don't like I don't tell dollar amounts. That's not important. Of course. But with the amount of money that has gone into Rise that I put in myself and loans and whatever else sure. and blood, sweat and tears from not only myself but everybody else that's there and has worked with me this whole time is it's <laughs> that could have well strictly speaking on a dollar amount like that if i was only focused on making money that amount of money could have made me a lot more money in something else mm-hmm. so that's where i that's how i kind of lead that off is like that's right there that should tell you that's not my goal yep yep do i want do i eventually want to make a decent profit off this obviously i'd be i'd be stupid if i didn't mm-hmm. but that is still not the goal and that's not the reason i want to have multiple locations across canada is to make millions of dollars. No, I want to have multiple locations because I know the impact that this can have here. So why not have that impact here and here and here? It's just making your impact bigger, right? Yeah, it's intangibles. Exactly. There's something about it. It's intangible other than the the experience. Well, exactly. I can't explain you what it feels like to fall out of a plane. You just got to experience (laughs) it. No, exactly. And I'm trying to put it into words, but I, I struggle to. It's like, it's something that you just have to experience like, what that feels like to to be a part of that community that actually has your back that will mm-hmm, mm-hmm. if like i experienced it firsthand this weekend saved a life like these people that were competing well, thank god yes they were nurses or emts or whatever but just like how that community reacted and how everything stopped and everything was focused on this guy and making sure and helping him and getting him through this, this episode. It was just, it was, yeah, I know like people could say, okay, like, well, what about on an airplane if somebody has an episode or collapses, but it was, it's different because just the way, just that feeling you had without, with your fellow competitors and people you didn't even know, but just like everyone standing outside giving each other hugs and holding on and holding hands and just being like, holy shit. And I don't know. It's just, that's what I'm getting. It's like, it's an indescribable feeling to be a part of a community like that. And how, how extensive it can be. Like you don't have to know that person inside and out, but you share, you share something that is kind of intangible. Right. Right. I was going to go with this. Like, well, on, on that note, I know you're kind of being very vague about it, but what I was going to say is that to add to it is that when, you can't, like you're saying nurses and you know, all these, but the thing is that people don't understand is like you're the people that you're working out with or hanging out with all the time. You could almost consider these as a stars in their own field. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, say, it, at, say if you went to good life, do you think you'd be working out with a doctor or a lawyer or like a CEO or just someone that's just... Well, yeah. Like you're <laughs> but you not, don't know because you never talk to them. <laughs> you never talk... No, even if you did know, right? But like, oh, no, don't touch... Don't talk to this person because yeah. this person is high up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? Well, that's the, and that's the beauty of it is like you're coaching a class. One person's a teacher. The next person could be a millionaire and own a multi-million dollar business, but... Nobody knows. It's like you're all there for a purpose, right? You're all there for... You could be a celebrity. Oh, and I've experienced that. I'm like, holy shit, man. I didn't know that that was what you did. (laughs) Or or the guy could be a celebrity, like a celebrity outside of your world. Yeah, But people say, wait a second, you have how many... Like in the sense, like, I don't know, social media 
<laughs> fame is kind of weird, yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's like you have a million followers. What the hell? Yeah, there's actually people who want to meet you. Nobody wants to meet me. <laughs> well, no, and exactly, and then like just kind of to finish off the point about like staying on that grind. It's just <clears throat> what helps you stay on that grind. My thing that I've learned is to find those things, like we just discussed. Why? Like, what is your why? Outside of money, if your if your only why is money, yeah, it's not worth it, because you need to, in my own opinion, anyways. If your only if your only goal is money, yeah, it's a it's a goal, and you'd be you'd be a hypocrite or a liar if you said that your goal wasn't to make money, right? But if that's your only goal and that's the only purpose that you find in something, then that grind is going to be a lot tougher, because now, especially through the years of COVID. And all the shit that went on, a lot of the stress and a lot of those dark days, you find meaning and you find the will to keep going just by like having that one person be like, thank God this place is here or thank God mm -hmm. I come here or, or just even doesn't even have to be vocal. It doesn't have to be a verbal thing. It's just like coming in and seeing, you know, that person struggling through some shit too and seeing that person smile and seeing that person have a good workout or, or hit a lift that they didn't think they could lift or just have that small victory that day. And knowing personally how big that is, you might not think of it in the moment, but down the road, those small victories are what kept you going that day when things were dark. Mm -hmm. That's, that's the why. And mm -hmm. you got to have your why to continue that grind. You got to have a why. Did you ever look up that guy that I asked you, uh, mentioned before um, Simon Sinek? I think I had a, he's probably still on a web page on my phone. <laughs> I I got it. I'm going to do it now because I'm shitty with that. Because you literally are verbatim quoting what he's saying. I did not look him up. No. <laughs> no, because he's because because uh, he always goes with all the other th what you're saying. But he says, if you ask anything, why? Yeah. Simon's. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Start with why. But yeah. No, that's Simon Sinek, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's funny. <laughs> I've never read his books, no. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, but pretty much you're repeating exact, well, he, besides him being popular, but like you, like this guy is supposedly helped a lot of people and like he's, I don't know, I think you get a lot of value of if you ever have, you have time. Mm -hmm. When you're working out, instead of music, maybe you put an audio book uh, yeah, in, yeah. right? Yeah, no, I definitely, I will make the time. It's just one of those things I got. You get a little scattered sometimes. Oh, like, that's hey, fine. I got a reading list a mile long and audiobooks, man. You gotta, you gotta, I do got to get on the. You got to compact your time. I'm big. I'm trying to build my library. I have quite a extensive book collection so far. So I like the I like the physical books. But oh yeah, but, but for these types audio, of things, audiobook on the side. Yeah, I'll get buy your, both. Get, get I your double book, support this author. Get, get your book. Get your audio. But the reason why is because uh, I listen. I listen to podcasts and audiobooks. Any given time. Mm -hmm. There's music, sure, I want to disconnect, but, like, say if I'm driving for, like, 20 minutes. Yeah, I like podcast. Then when I, I go on, like, a three-hour road trip down to the greenhouse or whatever, I'm always throwing on podcasts or something like yeah, that. Yeah, or learning something, yeah, right? Yeah. Something, like, it's... I do love music, so it's it's a 50-50 battle. But right. <laughs> but that's if you want, like, I, I consider, mood I consider music as kind of like a disconnect in a sense, like, I just want to zone mm, out, yeah, yeah. vibe. Just... But, but I feel like uh, my the time that these days is like I need to compact my things. So yeah, yeah. even at work, I don't know. I shouldn't. I shouldn't be. My <laughs> mind shouldn't wander. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm at, I'm on podcasts all the time. Yeah. Or I got an audio book. I so when I sit back, I was like, huh, 
Learned something today. All right, write that down. Exactly. So someone always asks me, well, how do you know this random shit? It's like, wow. Well, I'm actually a pretty good listener. Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I listen. Not to you, but to... <laughs> I'm actually a rather good listener. Yeah, man. But yeah, but the grind thing, though, like, I, okay, I know we're going to full circle at this point. Mm-hmm. But when people say they don't want to do go to your say your gym your, yeah. itself, I need to get fit before I join that gym because you guys seem too intense. Uh-huh. But it's just like wow, you just it sounds like you're invalidating everything I do right now because you're looking at a body that has been training for five years hard, mm-hmm. and you think that you could do what we do. But it's like, it's you- like I'm not trying to say that arrogance. Like listen, what I'm saying is that. You're seeing a person who's successfully been coming for five years. Yeah, exactly. The difference is I kept here going for five years. You, I stayed consistent with it, yeah. You can start today, and then you could have your five years, well, and you'd be where I'm at. Well, and that's the th- exact thing is like... Or more better. And that's the thing is I tell those people, or what I would say to those people if that was the conversation, is, okay, that's the image you have in your head. I dare you to come just try a class. What's the worst that could happen? Because I can guarantee you that what you think, what you have built up in your mind and this image of what it is in your mind, there's a lot of people that are starting at lesser levels or just where you're at or a little bit ahead of where you're at. Everyone's on their own path, but a lot of those paths are at similar places. And that point you have in your mind is like, oh, well, there's that one guy who can do everything and he's a games athlete level Mm -hmm. or whatever. Yeah, he makes up less than a percent of the population at that community. Most of the people there right. are on the same yeah. at the yeah. same position you are at, yeah. or or just slightly ahead because they've been doing it for two years. But they're not superstar athletes. They're people who want to better themselves and they find joy in doing this type of fitness and being a part of this amazing community and push pushing each other. It really is like where you can't like I don't care what good life gym you're at. I've done both sides of it, mm-hmm. and I can tell you there's no push like a push, either a competition or a class or something like even even doing where I'm training by myself and then I do a class. It's just that that class mentality is like you're just you're. It's that friendly com- competition. It's like it's yeah. it pushes you, and it's it's a healthy competition. You need that in your life. You need some. Sometimes you need that day where you didn't feel like going to the gym, but you went and you were in a class. If you weren't in that class and you went to the gym by yourself, you're going to go half-assed and you might not even finish your workout. But but you're because you're in this class and your friends there and you're like, "Come on, man, you can do it." Something simple, or it's just like, or he doesn't even say that, and you just see everyone else battling through it, and it's like, "Hey, you're in it. Screw right. it. Fuck it. I'm, I'll finish this workout." It might not be your gold star effort that day, but you got it done. So this goes with like um, I like you just gave me a word in my head, intention. Exactly. How how much intention do you have going to the gym, and how much do you end up have? Like, okay, say for instance, like that's I don't know if I'm using it right, but it's more like say if you barely get to the gym, mm-hmm. say if you were going to good life. Okay, I gotta do a bench workout. I gotta do this, this, and this. Yeah, some program. How much I... how much effort are you putting in versus like, hey, look at this guy over here. Yeah, he's put like he's his effort level is gonna be is gonna match what your effort level is. And if you see him kind of dogging it, there's like, I might be dogging it. Like, it's kind yeah, of like yeah. you, you see it in the others. Yeah, exactly. So you may not have the intention to go work out. But when you just, or you feel like giving up at, at any given time, or you feel like you're not pushing hard enough, you see, you just get the, you just get, get this energy from everybody else. Like, man, 
I, 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 I need I need a match yeah. his level right now. Like just do it. Just fuck off and do it, right? Like yeah. uh, so for instance, say if you could like even if you could only wait or whatever, mm-hmm. whatever you're capable of mm-hmm. doing. That person, you have to understand that someone that does a heavier weight than you, they're suffering a little bit more than you are. But they're well, but, their but it's effort, all relative, right? But like their effort suffering. level. Well, I say suffer, but like yeah, that's yeah. in quotes, right? It's like yeah. it's not they're not suffering, but they're what they're exerting is the same amount of effort as what you are doing. Well, that's what I mean. Is like that's it's relative. It's like okay, they might be stronger, they might have a different background or whatever. So they're lifting a little bit more weight, or they're doing they're doing the bar muscle up instead of the pull up. Well, you're at that same level. That's the beauty of the workout. Is like it's designed to give you the same stimulus, no matter which version you're doing. Like you're because you're at that level that you're doing the scaled version, mm-hmm. you're getting the same max stimulus as the person that's been doing it for five years longer that's doing the RX yeah, yeah. Plus version. You're just getting there a different way, but it's all this, it's all relative at the end of the day, right? Well, and also I was going to say one like I just came with one reason why I'm I'm still around is because uh, it's uh, the vanity goes out the door. Oh, yeah. So meaning that like, you say you have Instagram models trying to look hot all the yeah. time. Okay, Nobody so, looks hot after a CrossFit workout. Well, no, that's, well, that's the thing, though. So what got me is, like, I saw these really pretty, you know, good-looking people. And I was like, man, they don't look great at all. Like, you see them rolling on their floor, like, they're soft. Like, they're yeah, trying, yeah. They're, they, they got through the workout. Yeah. But they're not trying to look good. They're not trying to, like, pose or they're not, it's they're not, not trying like to. Flex in front of the mirror type look. They don't have a front. It's just very pure in what they're doing. Yeah. It's like, you, they got through it. And then you're just like, oh. I can let my guard down. I can show who I am. I can't look good all the time. I can't bench press and just flex. Yeah, yeah. Right? And these people, they're just like, nah, like, this is, that's not the purpose. That's just the grind. (laughs) And then, like, say people are just rolling around trying to grasp first. Like, I don't know if I like that. (laughs) It's weird. It's like, but okay, but the thing is that they came here and did that. Like, I don't come to work. I don't come to work and, like, I want to just roll around for gasping no. for air. Like, that's not, <laughs> <laughs> that's not what I that's think. That's not of, what you dream of doing every no, time you come just, to the door. No, I, I do. I think I forget. <laughs> I forget. Like, I know it's because I think what it is because the programming changes all the time. So because of that, I forget what it felt like after every single workout. Yeah. <laughs> Short-term memory is what you got to have. <laughs> so it's just like, yeah, no, I think that's what ends up happening is that uh, safe, like the intense, like it's a different movement. But it's also, the thing is like for me, and I know this isn't only me, yeah, like that suffering after that first minute after you've done the workout or the really hard part during the workout, it's not fun. It sucks. But I can almost... <laughs> bet my life not my life but like (laughs) guarantee you that there is no or not many comparable feelings out there than that sense of accomplishment you have after pushing yourself to that to that brink it's not even like you don't have to push yourself to complete an utter failure every day but knowing yourself knowing that whatever you say you went to work nine to five and it was a boring day at work and you kind of were just kind of meh yeah but you came into the gym and then you're at, okay, and then my workout was meh, and then I went home and dinner was meh, and then I went to bed, meh. Okay. Yeah. Now substitute that with, okay, you're coming into the gym 
and your day was meh, but that hour you pushed yourself to a place that <coughs> sorry <laughs> you pushed yourself to a place that only like only i don't even know how to describe it like you push yourself to a place that is hard to get to it's an accomplishment to get there that's it it's it's hard to get to it's not an easy road but that feeling of accomplishment and that feeling of self-worth almost to say that you have after doing that it it kind of makes it it picks you up it's an emotional as much as a physical reward right it's like right right. that that is stimulating as much to the brain and to your your mental well-being as it is to your physical well-being i truly truly believe that and i'm not saying the only way to get there is to do a crossfit workout because that would be no that's not at all what i'm saying that's a (laughs) kool-aid my point being is like that's the beauty of what we promote and what we're trying to do is to show you that because that's translatable in life as well, right? Like you don't, that's not just something you, you can push yourself to the brink in the gym and then go half-ass everything else in life. When you consistently push yourself that hard in one facet of your life, like the gym and you're, you've built up that work capacity, you notice it. Okay. I'm doing this project it's translatable. You're translating that type of work effort into everything you do. And it, it builds character. It builds all that type of stuff, character, whatever. It's my main point is like, it's, it's something that you can translate into your daily life. Not just that hour you spent in the gym. Yeah. Like if you're willing to do that in the gym for an hour and you're willing to push yourself that hard, you're going to you're going to push yourself that extra mile to get that deal done that you needed to to grow your business or that deal done you needed to get that promotion or what that <laughs> make it to your kid's soccer game or teach your kid how to throw it like you're just you just give a little bit extra in everything you do, right? <laughs> yeah. I don't think okay, well not not to shit on that, but it's like I I could see that asset. I could see that aspect of what you're saying. Yeah. So something I never really shared. With I might any, be glorifying it a little no, bit. No, no. Um, one thing I, I, I never shared because I just show up. But, mm-hmm. like, um, I think I was going through a darker tunnel. Because you've seen what's called what? I, I showed you a picture of what it used to look like, right? Um, Maybe. I don't think so, actually. Okay, well, I'll, I'll, you know, it's weird. It's, it's weird to show it off because, like, hey, this is a very personal thing. At the same time, I took a picture of my former self. And framed it. Yeah. It's motivation, <laughs> man. It really is. I framed it. And um, so during that time, I feel like I was going through a, a dark moment. It's like, if I don't do something right now, I I don't know what. Yeah, if I don't, if I don't do something right now, I don't know what I can do. Yeah, that's fair. Like no, or like well, I'm not okay. Well, it's just say it's just say I was a little depressed. It's like yeah. nothing's happening in my life. Dead end job, nothing's going on. I'm fat. I feel that okay. Say say for vanity wise, like there's no girl that wants this. Yeah. Like who do you well, think? It's just a, yeah, self worth. Yeah. Wasn't really, what, yeah. So wasn't that there? So what actually happened is like so I was like you know what I'll just join a gym one day. Screw goals, Jim. Let's just do something stupid mm-hmm. and do, change things up because I need some change. I need it now. You need a kick in the ass. So then what happened is so I signed up to, you know, the last gym I was at. Yeah. And automatically I said, you know what? 
I'm going to commit myself. I haven't done any commitment for three months. Is commit hard three months, three times a week. That's, it sounds like a big ask when a person's like, you're going to go to the gym three times a week. Okay. That's a lot of time. Mm. But I said, you know what? I haven't done this in my life. I'm going to do it right now. Mm. And that's basically it. And then eventually I did commit myself to the three months and they, they did a test. So they, how they started is like, they had a whole program for beginners, mm-hmm. teach you the movements and test you and then retest you at the end of the three months. So your first workout and your, Hey, look how far you've gone. Mm-hmm. So just that itself, like going, first of all, going every single, like no matter how sore you were, you commit yourself to three weeks or three, commit three three days a week. So you commit yourself three days, regardless if you're sore or not, just show up mm-hmm. and commit to yourself to that. Was it journey? Mm-hmm. You don't know where you're going to end up, but just trust that these people are trying to guide you to where you probably, you exactly. might want to get to. And it's like, you're knowing that it's going to be beneficial. Maybe. Yeah. But the thing is that I, I've been in sports. Like, you know what? I don't know how, say I was in rugby. I don't know how to throw this ball. It's like, all right, just keep throwing it this way. Yeah. Just slowly work on it and we'll get you to something that might be better. We can't guarantee it. It's up to you still. Mm-hmm. So that that's there. So what it taught me is ownership of my body. Mm-hmm. You got, you have this because you've earned it. I well, don't know. You're if you responsible w- for you. At the end of the day, you control right. what you do. You control what you put in your body. You control how you perform with your body. So that's to a certain I, degree, obviously prelude or there's, excluding there's health, right? health, like, no, but proper health. No, so, I'm saying excluding like things out of your control, like a illness or a disease that's or right, something that's like right. that. But for the most part, you are responsible for you. And as soon as you accept that, like excuses, fuck excuses. <laughs> well, that's well, that's what hap- ended up happening is though. I showed we up. I'll make them, but it's yeah, like at the so, end of the day. <laughs> sore all the time. Like, I don't know if you remember the time where, I don't. maybe you could still remember, you took a break, a long break. Uh-huh. And then you take, then you go back in, like you, you go do a workout. You can't walk oh, yeah. for a few days. Oh yeah. But you still come in the next day. Like it's that type that it's crippling almost, but you uh, still show up the next day and kind of move around. It's like, I've been here before mm-hmm. I get through this. But for the first time joining, I felt like that for three months straight, it's like, why am I doing this? I can't walk. Mm-hmm. I'm looking around as like, okay, well you guys, but you join a group, right? Mm-hmm. We, they've all everybody all yeah, decided supporting you and they're yeah. like hey well yeah like you going up to you coming up next classic like, yeah of course yeah all right fine i don't really want to but okay what's well, also that accountability too right it's like you feel that's it you start to feel like i don't even know if this is going to be the right way to say it but like you feel like you're almost letting them down too if you stop showing up that no that's true like you like oh all your friends are still going but why did i fuck off for two weeks i was that was a i was being oh, lazy I was sore yeah, self, that was an self, excuse. Self-loathing. That was an excuse. <laughs> I I never went down that. But then after the, say, the three months ago, and we retested the workout, just doubled my numbers. Yeah. Like, it's like, okay, that's weird. It's like, because yeah. I just, I went in this not knowing where I'd end up. So then I kind of felt like I got the bug. Like, I actually did something in my life. Ooh. But then, like, back to what we were talking about earlier is you, it's more or less, you fall in love with a process, right? It's a, it's... And it's not a, there's no, there's no end, like we're talking about end lines and yes. end goals. You, it, <laughs> it doesn't have to be an end goal. You just have to have the desire or the goal to be better. 
It doesn't have to right. be an end goal of like this is a specific number when I hit current or when I hit this body weight or this snatch poundage or whatever it is, then I'm done. No, then I look for the next goal. And it's it's on a more general basis, you're falling in love with the process of pushing yourself to places you didn't know you were capable of or hitting numbers you didn't think you could. Like, did you think however long that picture go was taken that you could clean and jerk over 200 pounds at that point? Probably not. I don't know what the hell that was. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but that's the thing is like you, you're pushing yourself to a place that you didn't know you could. And that's what I meant by translatables. Like now you have that potentially you have that confidence to do something else that's outside the gym is like to take that risk or to, or to do something else. And I'm not saying this is the one stop shop to get that confidence. And this is the only way to get it. I'm just saying that is something that some people or a lot of people, maybe they don't even realize, maybe it's a subconscious thing that's happening to them. And over those three years, they just kind of gradually became more confident overall. Yeah. And it's like, now I'm just more confident in general life. Like at the office, I'm not a pushover or I'm not, um, I won't be passed up for that job because I deserve that job or whatever it is. Like you might not, it doesn't, it's not this split second thing that happens to you. It's a gradual process. Right. And it's just, it's something like, I mean, it's like you just, you fall in love with the process and what it just means is overall lifestyle as opposed to just that one hour at the gym. Well, okay. Yeah. I, I like to, that's emphasize, what I mean. I like to emphasize on that too. Like, uh, for instance, like say like general fitness and all from my picture, I, I think that was like 20, I don't know, five years ago, whatever. 25 years ago? No, five, five years yeah. ago. Just five years ago. How fucking old are you? <laughs> <laughs> five years ago. And, uh, the thing is that, um, what actually does help is that, uh, it's the constant variability of like, like people say the insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, yeah, and, yeah. you know, expecting different results. Yeah. But the thing is that, um, in this case, you're, you're, you're doing fitness but it's very like your the whole goal is fitness, getting fit and blah blah blah. But you're very it's changing every single time. Mm -hmm. So if you do small little tweaks, so say if you're running, you want to run a little further. Okay, well, well if I step a little bit differently this time, yeah. this way. Okay, little gradual gains, and eventually, you're gonna see that you're gonna you're running. You're you're starting to sprint. I ran now. a mile in a minute faster than I did five years ago. And you're like. Damn, I didn't think I could do that. But it's because you, because every single time you stepped up to the, you know, occasion, mm -hmm. you did it slightly different. And, and that, well, yeah, and you breathed and, a little bit differently. You took a one bigger, one extra breath. Yeah, and, and exactly, and that's that relates even more to what I was talking about. Is like that relates back to falling in love with the process. Is because if you're in love with the process of what you're doing, gym or something else, you're gonna look for ways to get better at it. You're going to look for ways, whether it's a tweak in how you're lifting uh -huh, in your uh -huh. snatch or how you approach a task at work, uh -huh. you're going to look for a better way to do it because you want to be the best at what you do or the best version of you. You don't necessarily, not everybody wants to be the absolute best yeah. accountant in the world or the best, but like it, you, you want to be the best version of you. Most people would agree with that. If you not knowing if you want to be, but yeah, like, if you were to ask somebody, hey, do you want to be the best version of you today? They're probably going to say yes. The cliche is to say yes. It's but, a cliche. But I, I, I don't know. I, I hate to say to commit to the, what you're saying to that, but it's like, but it's like hey, like, I don't know, because these, these, I mean, these are unanswerable things. You no, know? no, and I don't mean it in like a, 
that cliche, like stereotypical way. I mean it more as translated to what we were talking about is like that subconscious confidence that you have is like, Everyone I'm trying to, I'm different. trying to relate it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to relate it back to like, if you have that confidence, even if you don't know, like I would ask you, are you more confident in general than you were five years ago? Possibly. I wouldn't know. I would guess yes, but I didn't know you five years ago, so I can't, I can't comment on that. But just kind of what you described is like, okay, you have a little bit more of a swagger or a little bit more confidence. Like things are, I don't know, going better for you now. And I'm not saying that was entirely the gym and like you owe everything in your life to working out at X gym. That's not mm-hmm. what I, I'm, I'm talking more of a, like a deeper sense as like whether, whether you find it at the gym or you find it in a hobby or you want to get better at cycling or it doesn't even have to be a sport. It could be like, I want to learn a new language. Mm-hmm. It's that confidence you get by accomplishing something that you, A, a you didn't think you could do, or B, <clears throat> you just kept making excuses not to do, and you finally committed to doing it, and you realize that that self, sense of worth that that brings you or that sense of accomplishment that that brings you, there is no value, on, like there's no tangible value on that. That's something you can't buy with money. Yep, that's my point. And and I like to I don't, I don't know I, I hate to say I have to talk about myself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I just need to. <laughs> but there's one thing that also at uh, I think I'd use as a crutch for the first couple of years the sense of accomplishment. Mm-hmm. I always tried to seek it no matter what. So there was a point that I had to show up seven days a week mm-hmm. because I didn't do anything Saturdays. I didn't do anything Sundays, but. If I just show up to the gym, do something I, through the whole day. Yeah, like, I know what you're saying. We had, like, I've, to myself, like, we've accomplished At least I did this. I accomplished something. I, it's like, and I, do I feel good? So, yeah, I feel good. Okay, good. So then very slowly, to be like, baby steps. Are, All right. What can we add to this list where of we could. Accomplishments today. <laughs> it's like, it's hot, it's like, that felt good. All right, all right. Well, yeah, I went to the gym at 10 in the morning, and I was feeling good. And then I went and. Like no, my day was good. Finish my deck or whatever the fuck it was. Yeah, so very slowly I started up like exactly. I'm, yeah, I'm more yeah, yeah. busy in my life. I've That's ever the process. Been. Like I have, it's a problem now. It's like shit. I don't know how I got here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, it's like I'm not, you, I'm not self-loathing. It's like oh, woe is me. Yeah, yeah. It's like and shit. That, well, that's kind of that's what I was talking yeah. about before. But, but it was it was a slow process though. It's Things, not like a numerical thing you can put a value on. No. It's just like. And it, it is hard, like, it's a hard question to answer. Like, do you f- think you're more confident than you were five years ago? I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. But I, knowing you now, I you strike me as a confident guy. You strike me as a guy who's got it figured out for the most part. Like, we all, we all have our things. But the thing, the point being is exactly what you're saying. It was baby steps. And it's like... And that's even more of the process. It, it doesn't mean you have to start at square one. Maybe you're at square four of six or whatever. It's just like, it doesn't even have to be um, what I was saying of like <laughs> that accomplishment. It's like, what more value can I bring? Like, what more can I do in a day? What more value? What brings me happiness? Like, do you, are you happy sitting there doing nothing on the couch? Or would you be more happy with that? get up and go is like, Hey, okay. I, 
went and biked this morning. Now I want to finish that project that I've been meaning to finish for a week or, or st- two or months. Or touch it a little bit. Or touch, touch it. Or just, just maybe it. tinker. <laughs> you know, touch it. Build oh, that train set. But sometimes, so I, I have, a, so I always have this problem starting things. But it's like, you know what? I'll just touch it. Just like, you know, I just. Yeah. yeah. But then eventually it's like, oh, I never saw this. So then very slowly it's like, shit. Oh, yeah. I do three hours, la- Three hours go by later. It's like, damn it. Okay, well. I guess the problem was the starter, but now look how much I did. I like, okay, good. I don't know when's the next time I'm gonna touch this, but but you know it's no, I it's, do that. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's just it's just hit a little, but it's just but the thing is, it's weird though. Like I think it not I'm like I don't know your gym and that. Uh, <coughs> yeah, but that, it did teach like confidence. I don't know if there's confidence there, but it's just that things are just I let things happen. But no, that's not the word. It's more like. You you trust the process. If you are going towards a direction, mm-hmm. trust that you. Well, you trust yourself more. That you maybe. will. That you're trying to get there. Mm. If it takes a year, to, or it takes two days, a year, whatever, just understand that if you are trying to get to that direction, then just slowly pitch at it. You could just. Here's a simple thing that I've done. I've had a sticky note of what I had a, a to do list. Mm-hmm. If I literally got, if I literally have it walk across my room, eventually it's gonna get to my front door. It's like, I guess I got to do this yeah. shit now. <laughs> like I literally, I painstakingly put it off, and I told myself if it ever gets to my door, it's I gonna drop have to. What get, I'm doing and do it. It's gonna have to get done. Yeah. But then eventually, what if it's like, what's up? It's a list over. It's like you know what? Screw this. I'm not letting. I'm not letting this walk down the room. Yeah, I'm gonna do this right now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's like is that strategy, strategy, my strategy to, to some success. Yeah, yeah, and more to wrap it up. I just mean, maybe confidence isn't the exact word, or it's maybe it's a little too confidence ge- is very vague, general or vague. Exactly, it's like whatever that is, whatever you want to define it as. It doesn't even have to be definable. It's like it's just exactly what we were just talking about. Is like there is, it's a value add. You're adding value mm-hmm. to your mm-hmm. life. There you go. There you go. A value add. We'll call it that. Whether that's confidence, whether that's um, losing weight, whether that's I want to be the best I can be that day, whatever it is for you, we are all unique and we all have our why. Mm-hmm. It's just giving you a tool and it's it's a great tool to build on your why yeah. and help you accomplish that. Something to help. Add value. Okay, on one final note, I was listening to Joe Rogan and uh, he said something about, because uh, his thing is he just grinds. He doesn't think of whatever's happening. He just progressively works on something. So all of his specials, he just keeps writing shit mm-hmm. and keeps writing stuff over and over again. But then there's a I heard a certain note. So one thing about like they say the creative world, like so like you know comedy or music mm-hmm. or whatever, is that you need. They say that even though you're your own boss, you still need like you have to think it as literally your own boss. So being a creative person. Your muse, treat it like work. Mm-hmm. You told yourself you're going to, if you want to be a great musician, you told yourself you have to treat, I'm going to spend nine to five working on music. Mm-hmm. You're self-sustaining, whatever, but like it's, it's work. You just got to do it mm-hmm. and go at it and keep working on it as if you were getting paid to do it right now. My thing is that say for, so for my so to translate to myself what I keep on working on is that I treat my fitness like work. Mm-hmm. 
like when people tell when I tell people like yeah I go to the gym every single day like at least five days I'll push it to six whatever mm-hmm. but that's work my day does not end or my or like a, my work time does not end until that gym is being accomplished yeah so if it's I part of your work day yeah it's part yeah, of, yeah. exactly yeah. so I wake up at five I work at six I keep going until six at nighttime because I'm then I finish. Yeah, you're not off the clock at 4.30 when you get off work or whatever time you get off yeah. work. It's like, okay, well, now now maybe I enjoy this more than work or whatever it is, but this is still work. And yeah. I, I don't mind that. That's a good approach. There's, and there's breaks in between, of course, but it's like, hey, like I told, like I literally in my head, like we already, out, we, like I said, allocate this time. It's going to go into that. Yeah. I've already committed I'm here, to I'm here, I'm doing it. Put yeah. it in my all. Yeah. Then... So that's why I treat that. I treat fitness or like the grinding as just work. Mm-hmm. Say, like, oh, why do you go? It's like, I don't know. I just, I need to get this done. Because, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. And this it's is, like, this, is, this is a project that needs to finish. Because it honestly, you'd be lying if you said it didn't make you feel better. <laughs> like well, no, being feel good, in yeah. shape and being healthy is, there isn't really a, you can't really argue the fact that it makes you feel better. Well, you know, I showed you a picture. Yeah, yeah. One people that I always say this is kind of funny. People don't understand what a fat person feels like. Like a good example is that when you have to hold your breath to tie your shoelace, <laughs> that's a problem. All right, all right. I don't know if you've ever felt that, but like physically bending down and just like tie your shoelace. So you mean hold your breath, or you you are out of breath? Both. Yeah, like you have to <laughs> brace yourself to bend down because you're 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 crushing yourself right now. I got you. I got you. There's some people who are a little bigger. They have to prop their foot up. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you notice it, but you're going to start noticing that there's somebody bigger in the world. Mm-hmm. Guarantee you they're probably slipping their shoes on. Mm-hmm. I still do that. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with slipping your shoes on. But like you're going to notice that there's no backs of their feet or there and they're, they're either to have shoelaces or not, but you're going to notice that like you might have your everyday life. Well, that's what it is. It's hard. It's, what I mean, like overall, you feel better emotionally or mentally or physically or all three. Well, I could do mundane things. Yeah. Easier. Yeah. I could walk down the street without being out of breath. I could walk upstairs and my legs just burn. <laughs> <laughs> but so that's because yeah. I worked my ass yeah. off today and my legs are sore. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that was a little thing. I don't know. One of those, I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll to be continued. <laughs> to notes. be continued. I'll be back. <laughs> Yeah, so we're now on three oh eight yeah. hours. That's that's about time. It's time <laughs> to go to bed. <laughs> yeah. So uh, anything going on? I know we we were trying to end. <laughs> we're ending uh, this week. Flames game tomorrow night. And if they get to no, and Friday, whenever night. they get to this podcast. Oh, I was going to ask one last thing. Uh, yes. AI competition. Yes. When is there going to be a rise? Um, is there going to be a rise? Yes. So. We want to do a partner, like a kind of like a more casual partner comp, kind of like that. I don't know the exact date, maybe in the summer. This year? Oh. Yeah. Um, but we're planning a big, bigger, like, um, like individual event for November. Okay. Okay. Um, can't really give too much more detail other than that. There's been a lot of other things going on. That's just kind of chatted around the community with other, like, more, not not only competitive people, but just like everybody in general just wanted to get a sense because you think the year's long in CrossFit, but it's really not, especially with all the 
either the open or mm-hmm. other competitions going on and you can't be back to back. So there's a, f- a nope. small amount of numbers in whatever else or days, sorry, that are a good time to host a competition yep. that a lot, you'll get a good turnout and people will want to do it from whether that's top competitors or people that just started, whatever it is, you want to pick the best time of the year. And timing is after kind of gathering all that, I've, We've decided that November is going to be that time for that competition. Okay, cool. So for like that, like big, the big boy competition. For sure, I'm not competing. Um, the <laughs> partner comp, if we're able to, we'll run one this summer. If not, we'll probably do one in the winter. Yeah, for sure, I'm not in either. We want to do something either, <laughs> either another, either like the mixed, the mixed teams are pretty fun. So something like that, maybe a trio, a mixed trio or something like that. I don't know. We'll have to see. Yeah. We'll see. We'll just kind of see if things got to line up a little bit this summer. Because I don't, I don't think summer's tough to do it in though. Because we tried summer, one last year. It's summer and everyone fucks off. Nobody wants to be around yeah. Calgary, and it's like, or most people aren't. Most people are vacationing a little bit, so they're not training to be competition ready, or they don't feel confident doing a competition in August because they went boating for two weeks in July. Yeah. So that's that's kind of why I don't want to do it in summer. Yeah, yeah, no summer. Um, so. It, it, there's a good chance that 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 partner. So we want to have two every year. We want to have like the big individual one, and then like a a bigger. It, not to say it's any smaller or bigger than the individual one. It's just a different style of competition. We want to have one um, more of a team oriented one as well. Just trying to find the better time to do that. Maybe before the open. Because I don't think people actually know what your facility is like. <laughs> Because I could almost guarantee if I got a gym or if I'm at a place, I don't know anything outside of that. True. So, not, well, not, to, not to give you ideas, but I'm just saying, like, literally, it's a, it's a, it's a nice little place. <laughs> I, I say that little very, <laughs> very, uh, it's not very little. <laughs> I know what you mean. It's, it's a nice place that I don't think they, like, it's hard to really say, hey. They it's hard to th- capture the picture, too. They have this, they have this, they have that. It's like, what else do they have? It's like, well, what else come, they, what don't they have? Like, yeah, come on, guys. Yeah, and that's that's the whole kind of goal, too, but won't go down that path for tonight. But, uh, no, I, I totally agree, and that's that's one of the, not the only goal, but it's one of the, the benefits of running a competition is you expose yourself as a business to yeah, to other cool. people that would never, never wise other or come in there, right? So that's obviously kind of a cherry on top of hosting that competition, but it's also that that team one is definitely something that Sean and I have talked about doing. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of finding a good time to do it. Of course. So it likely won't be the summer just for the reasons we just discussed, just because the turnout, we did it last summer and it was still COVID. So that obviously played a factor, but people just, summer's a bad time for competitions <laughs> well the thing unless is, you're going to the games it's a bad time for competitions the thing is that i kind of say this very selfishly though in a sense like yeah sure i want you to succeed but it's like listen i i like to i say i when i first started training i like the environment that it's people are grinding oh yeah it's like oh man and like I, some people may not like they like the quietness but for me it's just like when i know that People like that scarcity. Like I want to have troubles getting into a class. Yeah, it's like shit. <laughs> right, I gotta get my fitness on right now. It's like the scarcity kind of thing. But I I know the play the your facility can handle it. It can because the sheer size of it. Mm-hmm. 
But it's just like, I don't know, the energy is just, nothing could describe the energy. So if you have more members, it'd be like, oh, okay. Yeah. And obviously, like, you want to grow. We want to grow, continue to grow for multiple reasons. Sure. But I'm, like I said, from a member standpoint, yeah, I just want to see more people. So it's like, shit. The grind. Let's keep going. We're we're growing, man. There's lots of new faces. Hopefully. Yeah. Okay. It's just like, it's also one of those things. It's like a, call it a business cycle or call it whatever you want. Um, It's, it is a cycle. Like there's, there's periods of high, like member, member, (laughs) actually March, March is the biggest. I've talked to some other gyms. March is generally the bigger ones. And that might be COVID a little bit, but. March and then September, so after summer's over. Like, summer isn't as, like, people on the surface, like, oh, I'll run a summer sale and blah, 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 blah. No, I understand March. So, because yeah. everybody thinks in three months. So, March, <coughs> April, May, June. Yeah. You're good, you're good for June and July. No, you're good for July and August. But three months of fitness or four months is not enough. Oh, I'm going to I'm a, I'm a get there. No, so, yeah. It's, but just, me, it's but, just riding those waves and then picking when... Not even picking anything, but just being aware that there's going to be higher times of new memberships, and then there's going to be times where it's a little bit slower, and that's just the natural cycle uh-huh. of the business, uh-huh. right? Like, uh-huh. you're not going to have every month, 12 months a year isn't going to be 30 new members, or <laughs> we would run out of space, and we'd have to build more, and we'd all be rolling in money. But <laughs> well, yeah, or not because costs are high. But <laughs> but no, I, like I said, that's what I mean. Is like you just have to. You just got to be aware of that shit, right? I, I don't know. I, okay, final note. <laughs> I just like to be around super winners. I get that. I don't know, like, because, you know, okay, say it's like a games athlete or just What's say. That, it, sorry, you finished. I was going to say, like, say, like, um, the f- fittest guy in the world to this day. I don't know. I still say he's the greatest, Matt Frazier. Obviously. No one's taken that throne for a while. But I don't think anybody is. I don't think they will either. But the thing is that people Not say, people say, man, let somebody else win. I was like, no. Why the fuck would he do that? I was like, listen, we want super winners out there. We want to see like a Floyd Mayweather, like let somebody else well, win. I was like, like why? That's like asking Stamkos and, and Kucherov and those guys on Tampa not to three-peat because it's someone else's turn to win the cup. Yeah, I was like, no. Oh, no, fuck you. That's something that's rarely ever been done before we're except, gonna go for it except my team like step aside yeah <laughs> <laughs> but no but really see i no but for tampa i do want to see them try to hold off yeah. but if they can't and calgary wins i'll be like all right we got a new king in town oh yeah <laughs> well that doesn't mean everyone's not coming for that throne well no but like if they could be like i like i said i like to be around super winners just see, take it as far as you can well and that was uh, before i as a winner i cut myself off before i cut you off but that's like you don't want to be, it's the same kind of mentality as you don't want to be the smartest person in the room or you're in the wrong room. Yep. So you don't, like, if you surround yourself with people who are winners, it rubs off on you. Or it's just, it's a <laughs> it's a good environment to be in. I'll leave it at that. I don't want to go too deep into some three and a half hours into a podcast. No, yeah, but <laughs> of course, of course. Yeah, no, but that's basically it. So it's if like you, you same have no- concept. It, it applies to both things, right? So with more members i'd be like all right maybe there's that one guy's like all right you bastard yeah we're gonna ha- we're gonna we're gonna have to beat you somehow <laughs> maybe you know yeah, no yeah, promises maybe, here maybe 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 <laughs> but there's gonna be certain there's gonna be certain glimpses of me overtake like there's some guys that always ask me what you do in the workout like bro where, where, why are you asking me <laughs> it's like you're asking the least fit person here okay uh 
I would not say that. <laughs> well, I clearly think that. It's like, listen, our weights are minimal. You got the, you got like, say, 50 pounds. All right, we're grabbing 35 automatically. <laughs> I feel you. It's all good, man. But, yeah, okay, yeah. So, uh, when are we scheduling me back? <laughs> <laughs> We'll, well, we'll, we'll I, deal we'll, with that we'll, over text we'll, messages. We'll, in we'll three, see. We'll have we'll three see text where, messages over three weeks. We'll deal with that. We'll see where the flames go. Okay. You know, that's we're gonna yeah, work. We gotta ride the playoff wave first. We gotta see. Okay, I I always say last one, but now we're on flames. Were you? I don't know. You might have been young, but like you've heard about the rumor or stories about two thousand three, two thousand four. Flames run. What rumors? I I know the run. I was a Flames fan. I didn't live in Calgary at the time. Titties everywhere. Titties. Ooh. <laughs> you ever hear about that? I well, not really, because I didn't live in Calgary. But like, I heard the Red Mile during that time was insane. Yeah, and people were just flashing like crazy. Oh yeah. I only know because I was in high school. Of like, damn. <laughs> Are you saying that's what we got to look forward to? Or Wait, what? I don't know. Oh, I'm baby. just I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. Okay. Yeah. Well, it wouldn't. I'm just saying, I'm not saying that's the highlight. I'm just saying things could get wild around here. Oh, yeah, I think they will. <laughs> this, this next no, week and a half. Especially this year of what just happened last year. People are just anxious, oh, anxious that's I mean. out. You look at the, whatever it's called, where they watch the game outside of the Saddle Dome. Ooh. How intense, like, people are just raving there. It looks like a fucking <laughs> rave, man. Yeah, it yeah. Literally, like, people are bouncing around. Like, that's what you do at a rave. Like a <laughs> they just want to get out. And it's all red. People, so everybody's all. In it's team. packed. It's like people just. There's these three years of pent up want to have fun, and it's just like it all bottled necked into this. And now it's like now there's this outlet, and there's this thing. It's the same as like what happened with golf <laughs> during COVID. Everybody that didn't have any business golfing or didn't really want to golf is like, well, there's nothing fucking else to do, so I'll golf. And then now we like, got this bottleneck of like, well, I've been waiting so long to party. I don't even really like hockey, but <laughs> I'll put on a red jersey and be a fan. No, I'm not saying that's everybody, but it, it brings the city alive, right? Like, it's it's great to see. People don't understand. It, yeah. Hockey's all we got. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Hockey and oil. Yeah. Hockey's a good part of things. Yeah. No, I just think it's exciting. And this this, one's uh, this wild. series is going to be fucking intense. <laughs> I never realized that we have... 31 years has been since the Battle of Alberta in the I never realized at a top eight super score. I say super scorers. Top eight scorers. Four of them are going to be played. In the same series. In the same series. It's going to be balling. You're like, shit. Do we have the top ones? <laughs> we got two of them. Yeah, I know. <laughs> two and two. Okay. All right, man. This is where we end it. This is it. This is, uh, I don't know. Catch us on Spotify, Apple. Check out Rise. Check out Rise Athlete. Dot net. Dot, oh, is it dot net? <laughs> it's dot Couldn't net. dot com? No. That's dot com was taken. <laughs> So check them out on Facebook. Get them on Instagram. Twi- Twitter? No. No oh. Twitter. Okay, maybe you could tweet at I them. I gotta wait too. for the must deal to go through before I venture into Twitter land. Just talk nonsense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just yeah, check yeah. them out. They have a lot of things going on. Still growing. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me on. It's been a pleasure. Always a slice. Can't wait to come back. <laughs> All right, this is the fourth best. Sign it out. <laughs>